question. I came to put a champion to sleep. And I suggest all four of you get out of my way. And trust me, Randy, I know I need to size up with you. And when I defang the Viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the crew? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm going to tell you what, you got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're going to come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Clark Shoe Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Hafiz, and with me as always is Devin. And yes, we are here to talk to yeah. AEW. Happily talk about some AEW. I got gripes with you already. Already. What? What? What I do? Gripes already. I made. I made. I made a graphic for the show that was heavily infused with AEW, like like you requested on the last episode. So I don't want. I don't want to understand what's the complaints now. What's the complaints now? What do I do? What do I do this time? It's two things. Two things already. One, this title right here, two weeks of <laughs> AEW, shaking my head. What? All right, I just want people to know, I'm happy to talk about AEW, okay? One half of the Clarkson Wrestling Podcast, Podcast is happy to talk about AEW. That's one. Two, now in the new intro, it says, <laughs> oh, sometimes AEW. The disrespect. <laughs> the disrespect unnecessary sir unnecessary i'm just speaking about the show sometimes we talk about AEW. it's not a frequent it's not every week that we get in we talk about exclusive episodes of AEW. it just so happens to fall in line like that mm. right now but that's mm. just not a common occurrence not on the clark street wrestling show well i'm gonna make it so <laughs> i'm gonna make it so we're going to talk about AEW every week. Get used oh, to it. No. <laughs> Get used to it. Buckle up. <laughs> every week. Oh, man. But, yes, we are talking AEW. We're starting things off with AEW Revolution, and then we're going to get yes. into some WWE, talk about what's going on on the road to WrestleMania. Uh, but first, you had some housekeeping you wanted to do? Yeah, yes. First, first, right there. Shield brother, first on the list. Happy birthday to Shield Brother South Philly Psycho, aka the Lunatic Fringe of Podcasted Dom. Our Shield Brother, right there. We got you, man. Happy birthday, man. Happy you having a good time. You had an awesome show, by the way. So catch it on the Bloodline Network, by the way, which is a good segue. You know, we had a phenomenal pre launch party, had a phenomenal watch along party. Uh, thank you, brother, for coming through. People were surprised. They always asked for your presence. And we brought you along. We had a great intro. We was like, oh, oh. It was a great time. So catch it out on the Bloodline <laughs> Network. All right. And that is our new channel, by the way, that we're presenting right here, right here, up here, right there. 
presented by the Bloodline Entertainment Network, okay, for the Clock Street Wrestling Podcast going forward. So get them ones up for the Bloodline, all right? And don't forget to catch out for the new shows tomorrow, starting with Roto Slappers. We got Streets and TK discussing. I think they're going to go over a little bit of fantasy football, which is cool because we said we're going to talk about sports, all right? And I can't forget about Ivan. Bakley and TK as well. Tim King, all right from the from the Tim King show, gonna be talking about some New Japan Weekly, all right, new show on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Okay, all right. So yeah, just wanna get that plug in because we are part of a a network, a bloodline. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! All right. Well, back to AEW. We're going to talk some AEW. We're going to talk some revolution. Yes, we did do a watch along. You know, I caught, I came in about a half, maybe a little bit less than, more than halfway through the show. And like an hour and a half? Finished it up. Yeah, like the last three or four matches I saw with you guys. And then I went back and I watched the whole thing from beginning to end. So I'm able to, you know, give a full synopsis, a full recap from my point of view um, okay. you know, to, to really get people caught up. If you saw the, the watch along, you're wondering, hey, what did I think about some of the early matches that I didn't get to see? I'm going to share that here with you. And we're going to go over all of them just in general, too, just to talk about them and finally come up with a final grade for what this is. We'll see if if uh, Devin has a change in his grade or not, if it's lower than it was before, because, you know, Devin, I don't know, he's not going higher if anything is going lower. So this dude, I don't Could know. I go AEW, higher? the resident AEW hater over here. Maybe, but maybe. You know, why you got to assume like that? I already know. All right. I already know. This? The hate is real. Look at this. Look at this. Get him, Messiah. Get him. Look at this. Yeah. Look at this. Look hey. the hate on me. The hate is real on me. The all hate I do is, is real. Just, all I do is just speak my truth about AEW. And the hate comes to me. The hate. You couldn't even say that we're going to talk about AEW with, with some kind of positivity. You had to put shake in my head. It's. You know, mm. hey, no, mm. let's, not let's get to it. Let's get to the concept right now. <laughs> We're going to go in order of the matches as they happen. Uh, we did. I did not see, even though I went back, I did not see the buy-in. So this early match, uh, six-man tag team match is not on here. Mark Briscoe, Lucha Bros. Uh, let's see. Defeated. They went against Ari Davari and the Varsity Athletes. So it looks like Mark Briscoe and the Lucha Bros win. Did not see that match. Now I'm seeing it here that I probably want to go back and at least just check that out because I'm sure that was entertaining too. Went about 12 minutes and 50 seconds. But the pre- the pay-per-view, not premium live event, the pay-per-view proper started yes. off with Pretty Ricky. Ricky Starks going against Chris Jericho. So, yeah, this match here, I mean, basically when it comes down to it, it's Chris Jericho trying to help AEW create a star in Ricky Starks. And it's cool to see. I mean, you know, Chris Jericho went out there first. You know, everyone's singing a song. And healer face, it doesn't matter. That crowd just loves Chris Jericho. Ricky Starks come out, comes out. And for me, Ricky Starks does have a presence that's beginning to grow into a star. And I, and I would say, I think he's, he's a star, superstar. I think he's growing into. But star, I think he's there because people in AEW, you can feel the love. They have a reaction. They care. They they don't sit on their hands when it comes to Ricky Starks. And all in all, these two, they had a phenomenal match, I felt like. There was some interference, even though the, the Jericho Appreciation Society was not supposed to be able to interfere. You had Sammy Guevara try to get involved. Uh, the bat came into play. Um, but then in the end, 
Ricky Starks was able to pick up the victory regardless of all of that, which was pretty cool. There was a little bit of back and forth with, you know, the the lion, the lion tamer and like a, a single leg from Ricky Starks and submission. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in the end, Ricky Starks did pick up the victory. And for me, I felt like it was a strong win because for one, it's on a pay-per-view. You're beating a former AEW champion, a former multi-time world champion. The first AEW champion. The first AEW champion. And and the, is the, he's the Ocho. You know, he's the guy that has been a multi-time um, a world champion, you know, an undisputed champion in WWE, you know, all over. So Ricky Starks getting a win like that. This is the second time I think we're seeing Ricky Starks beat Jericho one-on-one. So it's just to help establish him even more as a star. And I think that this matchup, it does help him on that ascend because you have to have him have, you know, bodies like that, names like that on his resume in order to have him have that legitimacy to really push him to the top. So I'm really excited to see where they go from here. Now, it was insinuated on Dynamite where he would be going. Ricky Starks came out. Now, the way that this came off on Dynamite to me, it kind of felt like, there wasn't really a story plan for Ricky Starks, but there is kind of a, he, he said, it's not about what I'm doing, but where I'm going. So I think what they're insinuating with um, uh, this guy, Juice Robinson coming from Bullet Club was, hey, he's going to Japan, you know, to face off against Juice Robinson, maybe mix it up with the, the remains of the Bullet Club over there. So that'll be kind of interesting to see how they play that off on AEW television. They'll probably show up on New Japan Pro, but will he, will this feud take place also in AEW here in the States locally, we'll have to find out. Um, I am interested in seeing where they go with this. I hope Ricky Starks doesn't take a, a step back as far as yeah. the exposure mm-hmm. on AEW television and in favor of showing him in Japan. That is one kind of question I have. Not necessarily concern because I think it can work out, but it's a question that I have around his exposure because you got to keep showing him on television. But overall, what was your take on on this matchup and just everything this means as far as developing Ricky Starks into a star, maybe for you if he's not there yet, or a superstar <laughs> if he's already a star? First of all, salute to the chat. We see y'all in the building. What up, Bloodline brother? What up, Nick? Sup, boys? Hell of a time this week catching up with the Messiah. Was the feather in the cap with the one up? Yes, yes, it was. I was just telling him, telling brother, yes, it was a good time. It was a good time. Oh, man, we got JD in the chat. What up, First Lady? Always welcome. Always welcome. Streets in the building as well. Everybody getting their ones up. I like this. I'm just going to say, keep my finger up. Just just the ones up. Just keep the ones up. All right? And then we got Dylan in the chat. What up? What up? Dylan in the chat with the one up. And we got TK in the chat. What up? (laughs) With the one up as well. Appreciate it. All right, now... Ricky Stocks. Step one was, I could say this. Step one of Chris Jericho making making Ricky Starks feel important after this match was, was done right, was completed. I say step one is complete. Now, where my trepidations lie is the second step. Like, you just made a point about, you know, getting New Japan involved. And and I worry about that, you know. Are we going to take a step back? Because I don't think, you know, even though, you know, it's AEW fans, I think I just think it's a niche within a niche, all right? So it's even, even within a smaller audience with New Japan, 
with the AEW. So you might be taking a chance. You might be taking a risk with that, a risk of gamble with that. Uh, but to answer your question about making a star for Ricky Starks, I believe they're on that road. And I just hope they just keep this momentum going because I do like the first part, how they did the rivalry with Chris Jericho and Ricky Starks. Uh, and it was a good step one. So let's just keep this going. I don't, yeah, don't want to be mean, talking about having a where's Ricky and we got the whole where's Waldo kid up. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess the way I look at it with it, you know, even listening to you talk about it a little bit here is that if you pay attention to the reaction of the AEW crowd that's in the building there, whenever someone from New Japan shows up, you know, there are some people where you can tell they know who this dude is, yeah. right? And so I feel like the more of the concern would be for, say, a more not casual fan, but like just if you're not keeping up with New Japan, you know, if you're just watching AEW on television, you know, like that's the concern is, are they going to go out of their way to see what he's doing in New Japan? That part would be more of the concern. I think most of the people that go to these shows, you know, they are aware of what's going on in New Japan. So I think that there is a, you know, to your point about a niche within a niche, um, I think there is some truth to that. But I also do think that they are playing to their core audience more so than trying to play to, like, you know, people who are more... It's hard. The word casual, I feel like, doesn't fit here, but it's 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 just people who are because if you're if you're watching AEW, to be honest, it's not I don't even know if you're necessarily a casual fan. I feel like most people that are watching AEW are like smart wrestling fans who, you know, wanted something different than WWE, you know, yeah. and they are very much like, you know, you they like the, the indie stuff, you yeah. know, like they like the moves. They like to see, you know, the the. The different, like you know, like 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 just all everything that that they that a lot of these guys bring, like the Kenny Omegas and the Young yeah. Bucks, and you yeah. know, as far as their wrestling styles, yeah, like genetics. it's really more about that, like in ring than like you know anything else. So they really love the the wrestling side of things, and so for me, I feel like I don't worry about that fan base. It's it's more of you know this is something where big picture you want to grow the company, you want to you know, have all sorts of people see, you know, you know, from all walks of life, see, you know, Ricky Starks and see the product. Right. And so, you know, move like this to New Japan, it could work in a bunch of different ways. It could be like, hey, if you are someone who was just watching AEW, not watching New Japan, maybe they are trying to help New Japan get some more viewers, you know, and even if it's just a handful, like it's still something. So that partnership, you know, maybe in a way they just look at it as, hey, we're helping out New Japan and at the same time, you know, we're expanding Ricky to, you know, in a global way where it's not just people in the States that would know Ricky. It's also now people in Japan that will know Ricky. And then, you know, I mean, Japan, that's definitely a hardcore fan base, you know, as far as well, the yeah. Japan fan base. So if you get, you know, that fan base knowing Ricky and being behind Ricky and you got the AEW fan base, you know, loving Ricky. Now you're expanding the amount of people that know him. It's more about that momentum here. And I think the way to, to, to really be able to balance that out is, yeah, have him do the stuff in Japan, but then you got to talk about it on AEW Dynamite. 
you know, you okay, can't well, just ignore it. You can't. Well, just, that's a good point right there. Yeah. 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 It's like with All what right. Kenny Omega was doing as the All belt collector. Right. Yeah. You know, like when you when you didn't talk when they didn't talk about it. I was sitting here going, man, what? Like, why aren't they talking about what yeah. he's doing in yep. all these other companies? That's why it flopped like that. It wasn't talking right. about it. Yep. It just it didn't even matter because they didn't bring it up. Yeah. Right. So I think that's the thing is, is this going to be another one of those situations where, yeah, it's cool that he's kind of spreading his ring wings and going, you know, over to Japan and doing his thing. But, you know, do they make the same mistake and not, you know, and, and lose momentum with him because – they keep it to no Japan and don't yeah. even act like that stuff is happening when it comes to AEW. That I, I think know. is the question now. They're gonna, how they're, they're booking. They're booking is is shaky when it comes to building stars. So when I hear Juice Robinson is going to get involved with Ricky Starks, I I get a little bit worried. All right, because you you say that okay we're going to expose Ricky you go to a larger audience so we can grow the audience but i think about last year what was it forbidden door i'm like did that actually help did that was that a catalyst to help grow AEW even further and i don't think so not their audience not even looking at it from a business state wise of you know i hate to bring analytics right now but i'm just saying uh you know from a growth you know, from a year to a year to date growth, did they actually grow from from that summer to this upcoming summer? I would I would like to know something like that. And, but I believe just no, just looking at the weekly ratings, even with MJF, he's the champion, but he's not even now raising the ratings as well. They just staying flatline. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, going into analytics, that's always hard, you know. To yeah, really yeah, yeah. That's why I say I hate to bring analytics and, in there. You know, and if you know, if <laughs> we want to do that and bring in the numbers. I mean, we could try to start doing that research more so to really have some hard facts with it. But you know, at the end of the day, I just look at okay, on a basic level, you think about them bringing up, hey, we're you know we're opening up this forbidden door, right? It did yeah. get people talking. You know, people were. One, some people were trolling Tony Khan and clowning Tony Khan for even bringing that up. The forbidden door, you know, like, what, what is it? Come on, man. Like, calm down. The forbidden door. But then having people like, you know, Will Ospreay and and uh, and uh, Switchblade show up and be a part of the show, it's like, okay, I, I feel like that did spark curiosity to where I wanted to make sure I did see those acts show up. You know, yeah. and interact with AEW guys like they're top guys. Yeah, they so follow Switchblade. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's that's where I, you know, for me, I I knew he existed, but I was like, oh man, I I, want, I wish I could see more of this dude. Right. You know, so it did work. I think for me personally, on a bigger scale, there's probably gonna there would have to be some work done to see like how that's actually you know, turned into more ratings and grown the fan base. But I do think ideas like that, think about like when uh, WWE had Invasion, right? And you had WCW and ECW all in one. Like that got people talking and people wanted to see it. Was it a success? Some would say no. Some would say it flopped because you didn't have a lot of the big stars there, right? right? Goldberg wasn't there, you know, for a lot of it. Sting wasn't there. Like a lot of those mainstay big names that you wanted to see were not present right, right. for that, you know. So it's just one of those things where I think the idea of it will always create a buzz. The execution of it is a whole nother thing, and you know we'll have to see. We'll have to you know 
get some analytics on this. Um, yeah. Hold so on, real quick. One, let me let me cover this comment real quick from Ivan. It will be in the states, most likely New Japan Strong coming up in the East Coast and coming in Cali and maybe to build up with Juice Robinson. Yeah, yeah, I know about that too because um, there was some stuff with Switchblade doing some stuff with them when he got uh, he lost a loser leaves Japan match to Hikaleo and then he yeah. had a That's match. Um, gosh, who was that match supposed Eddie, to be? Uh, Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah. I mean, Lost that's that possible. Too. Yeah. I think that'd be good, but they still got to talk about it. You know, they still got to talk yes, about it. Even, you made even that point with yes. that. If he's not going to Japan, but he's he's here in the states with New Japan Strong, they still have to mention and talk about it and showcase it so that it's still so that he doesn't lose momentum. So cool. So with that, um, I'm gonna try something different too. You know, and kind of build up the the rating here for the show overall. I think for this match, I'm probably looking at it as like kind of a a B kind of matchup here. I felt okay. like it did good overall. Um, yeah. It wasn't anything mind blowing, you know, yeah. but it was a it was a solid matchup overall. So I'm a, I'm gonna hit it with a solid. Like, I'm gonna do a percentage. I'm gonna go eighty five percent, eighty five percent score for All this right. particular match. And All I'm gonna right. keep adding these up, and then we're gonna see it. We're gonna come up with an overall grade for the show based off that. But I'm going okay. right, cool, for the cool. for the matchup here. So change little up something, just a little something bit. for season five for the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. I wasn't even thinking that, but cool. I mean, that works too. You know, it's just something I was thinking about when I was watching it. I was rewatching. I was like, if I added up these scores, I wonder what this would be. And I don't know. I'm actually just doing this right now. So we're gonna find out. All right. Next matchup, we had Jungle Boy Jack Perry against Christian Cage in the final burial match. Uh, the one thing that was kind of annoying, well, there were many things annoying about this matchup. But yeah. one thing that was kind of annoying was <laughs> JR trying to make it seem like we had never seen a final burial match before. <laughs> that, to me, bugged me. I'm listening to this man, and I'm like, JR, are you serious? All the, the casket matches you don't watch in WWE with The Undertaker, and you want to act like this is the first time We've seen somebody put in a casket, you know. With, I, no, man. We don't know what's going to happen, and that's I've never great. seen anything like this. Like, JR, it's all love, man. Like, you're great. You're one of the goats. Come on now. Like, we, again, you have a lot of smart wrestling fans watching this. You got to cater yes. to that. Don't treat it like people are watching this shit for the first time. That's what, that's, that's irritated me off the bat. But, yeah, just, um, you know, Jungle Boy, Christian Cage, this storyline had been going on forever. It's as soon as, you know, it started up, I was like, yeah, I'm just ready for this to be done. Like, I just I just want this to be over with. Now, what what kind of gets me, though, is this match was actually really good in a vacuum. The match itself, I thought, was actually really good. If yeah. you just look at the way these two yeah. performed in this matchup in some of the spots, especially when they got in around the casket and like. You know, I mean, the, the concerto from Jungle Boy, the way he hit Christian Cage. Yeah, I think he one, tagged him for real. He actually hit him. Yeah. That yeah. shook yeah. me. I was like, whoa, hold on. Right. And like, then he paused. And he kind of was like, okay, okay. You know, and he, you know, was praying, whatever, like, goodbye, you know, kiss his forehead and then shut the door. But like, that concerto was, was, was crazy. You know, the fact that he hit him as hard as he did. Um, but yeah, like, Christian, you know, he can still go. He does his thing, you know, like, it was just, it was, I thought, again, in a vacuum, if you just look at this match on its own, <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. It was like a solid, probably another solid, like, B type of matchup, like 85 yeah. percentage-wise, you know, score I would give this. But 
in context of looking at the buildup and the whole story and how long it took, it's not Christian Cage's fault that he got hurt. But then just the way it felt, I, I felt like they didn't do a good job of every week. Like, he was talking about your dead dad. Like, wait, say that again. Every week he talked about his dead dad. Like your dad is dead. Well, it's not even that. Like that that stuff there. I guess I'm kind of maybe I'm used to that with AEW because they do have a lot of that. Like they'll they'll push the envelope with some of their promos. I think I was fine with that. It's just literally how long this story took to really develop and evolve and and just like get to this point. Had yeah. really when I forget what what pay per view it was. If it was all all in when they were supposed to uh, have their their matchup and then. Um, um, Luchasaurus turned on Jungle Boy. Yeah. But I feel like you could have had this match then. Like you could have just literally had them had a match, but then they Final wanted barrier. to extend it. Yeah. You know, you know, like I just wish this would have ended sooner. And it wasn't like they really. I guess to your point about the the them talking about his dad being dead over and over again. It's like if you add different wrinkles to the story. Um, which they tried with Luchasaurus, but then it's weird. Like Luchasaurus, it didn't even matter. Like when Christian Cage wasn't he was, there, he went back and forth. He was he was healed, and all right, now I'm not healed. I'm but even when he was healed, even when he decided, like I'm healed now, and it's me and against you know Jungle Boy, it kind of yeah. I just didn't really. They didn't get me invested into these two guys were best friends, best friends, and. You know, it should hurt. You know, it should hurt that Luchasaurus betrayed Jungle Boy. They were tag team champions. You know, them, Marco Stunt, the family that they had built, you know, That's and to, to get to that point where Luchasaurus turns on him, it's like, we should give a shit. But we just didn't. And so I just feel like it was it was a missed opportunity. And with how heavy the story is, not only did his best friend leave him, but this father figure is is betraying him and is talking shit about his father who's actually dead in real life. And then he's talking shit about his sister. He's talking shit about his mom. About his and mom. all of this is just falling and, flat. And no one and I'm gives like, a shit. What happened? Like, why is it that? Because all of this stuff, I mean, let's say... Look at WWE. There are some similarities to some storylines that happen in WWE with all this. Yeah. I mean, look at just recently with Sami Zayn and his wife and his kids and Roman Reigns talking to them, talking shit. It's like you can bring up the family stuff and people give a shit. But the way they've developed that story, the way that there seems to be actual care around that storytelling. Yeah. But I was going to say, hold on, because but Roman, he, he didn't attack Sami Zayn's family like every week. So when he decided to talk shit to his wife or just talk to his wife, it it mattered. It felt important as to to AEW style. They give you that shocking moment, like like to your point, like they get real shocking, but yet they water it down. They keep on doing it, doing it, doing it more, you know. And then it's just yeah, less but did, effective. Did you? But I guess did you feel it was effective the first time? Oh yeah, it was when when Christian went there with. Yeah with uh jungle boy talked about yeah. his dad i was like shit damn but then it was just every week it was just no it was he was he wasn't even changing it up it was no very variation to it and See, i'll like, tell you i did i actually didn't feel anything from it even the first time that he said wow. okay. like it it just to me honestly it felt like because it happened around the time that max had left the company 
And I almost felt like he was doing a MJF impersonation with that promo. You know, like it, it just felt like, okay, where is this coming from? You know, like it didn't seem to fit in with how his character had been. I get, I get it that you, you turn heel, but then you're like going to this point and I don't know, it just felt like it's not like, where is this coming from? With Max, we know he's an asshole. Like, we know. We know he's yeah. a piece of shit. So you kind of expect him to say some out-of-pocket stuff at this point. Like, he's earned that. This with Christian wasn't earned. This wasn't something that it's like, oh, you could see this coming. Like, he hates Jungle Boy to this point to where he's going to talk about his father in this way, talk about to his mom this way, talk about his sister this way. Like, there's something about earning that feeling from the audience that they just don't get. They think that, okay, I'm just going to put together these words and it's going to mean something. It's like, no, you actually have to build up to that point to where it's like, oh, shit. Like, for instance, I think, honestly, it's not about Tribal Chief saying it for the first time. I think it's the fact that that relationship between Sammy and Roman had been going on for so long. And then the way the things that he's saying to to Sammy, well, the way these the things he's saying to to his wife wasn't even it's still to his character. I wanted this. I wanted us to be together. I wanted to provide. That's the yeah. same shit he said to Jey Uso in the beginning of this whole storyline when he said, hey, like, I'm a provider. Like, I'm trying to provide for us. Like, that's what he's always saying. So to me, like, Roman saying that is earned because he actually, that is his character. But with Christian, he never was a person that seemed to be this, like, disgusting, abhorrent person who would just say some out-of-pocket stuff to somebody's mom or somebody's wife. Like, where did this come? You literally were just cool with this dude, and all of a sudden now you talking about, hey, you know, like, you know, hit me up. Like, what, you sleaze ball? Like, I don't give up. Like, I don't even – it just seemed weird. It's like, honestly, <laughs> Paul Heyman saying the stuff about, about Brandy, you know, yeah. like, oh, yeah, oh, like Roman Reigns is happily married. But I'm not like that. To me, was weird. It's like no, it wasn't like weird. That, he was just trying to get in his head. I get yeah, that. but okay, but see, I that, get that. But that's where I, I guess me being consistent with this. That's yeah. where I have a problem with like a story like that. Like for Paul, where is this coming from? You are never somebody who's to to speak like that to anybody while you've been the the wise man. You're always like, okay, you're advising Roman Reigns. And even with Brock Lesnar, I don't remember you saying anything like that about somebody's wife or getting involved that way. You may say, hey, you know, you're about to get your ass whooped. You know, this is going to happen to you. That's going to happen to you. But to to go that to that point where you're talking about sleeping with another dude's wife, that's not anything that I can say, oh, yeah, I could see where – Paul would say that because that's in Paul's character. No, it's not. Where did that go from? Ain't nobody believing this, Paul. And why would if I don't believe it? Why does Cody believe it? I'm supposed to now believe Cody's Cody worried believe it. He was, that he was Paul short circuiting. Is gonna get with Brandy? Like I'm not worried about that, and neither is Cody. Get out of here, dude. Like that just that was weak. So it's the same way with this. Is like Christian, what? Like with the stuff you're saying, it doesn't even make sense. So that I think that's for me is like. The story right there, they just it felt like he was just trying to be MJF. Like that's literally what it felt like he was doing in that moment. Like, well, yeah, to... because MJF was gone, remember? So yeah. so Christian kind of fulfilled that trying role. To take and that it, spot. I think right. he said that in one of those recaps. Like, I yeah. feel like he is substituting for MJF it literally right now. Happened. I think it was almost, if not the same night, 
or the same week. Like it was like around the same time when MJF was gone. Here comes Christian Cage doing the the MJF because even MJF said, "Hey, there's guys out there that want my spot. Here's your chance." And then here comes Christian Cage doing the whole, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's where's Jungle Boy's uh, mom? Yeah, let me talk to her real quick." The fuck? No, man. Like, come on. So that to me is where I feel like they. It never quite caught on. It's like it, it, you got to earn that shit. You got to earn the the crowd believing that that shit is is real, and that I would care about him saying some stuff. But what's like their that. reason for coming together at first? Well, man, that's a great question. Like him even joining that group, I'm trying to remember yeah. when it first started because he was basically I think a that mentor. Might, that might plays a part because you 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 made a point about you know tribal chief and Sami Zayn how it's layered, but. You saw the inception, how it all started, how Zane Zane proposed the idea. Like, man, I've been falling on my down luck. I'm yeah. having WrestleMania matches with jackasses. Yeah, that's a good shit. question. I need to turn around. That's a good question. Yeah. You know? So. All I remember is Christian, I think he got together with them a little after he became, what, uh, Impact Champion? Like, I think that was, it was after that. Because I remember him fighting Kenny Omega and he wasn't with them. But then was he though? Was it because Kenny Omega had the he had backup at the time, right? He had the elite. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's always yeah, yeah. He yeah, had yeah. them, but I don't think they were with Lucha him at that time. And... I could be wrong. I'm trying to. I, I don't yeah. remember um, um, Jurassic Express being with Christian around that time. But yeah, that's a good point. I'm, now I, I kind of want to go back and see like <laughs> when did all this start? Well, that's the it reason really why that you don't feel nothing. You didn't feel anything when they came together. So why would you feel anything? And, and and honestly, we know the thing with AEW. These factions just come together, right? Yeah. It just happens. They yeah. just want to get as many people on television as possible. So it's like, you're in a faction. You're in a faction. You're in a faction. You're in a faction. And I get it. And I actually, I'm not even mad at that. That's fine. But like, once they were together, it's like, okay, now you're starting to, you know, be, you're starting to build something, right? You're starting to build chemistry. You're starting to get to know each other. And there are seeds that, you can use if you split up to then make a story that really people care about you know basically you were his you were their mentor and you were telling them hey you gotta pull the trigger you gotta be able to be willing to do what it takes and you know jungle boy was hesitant he didn't have the killer instinct they lost the titles and then christian cage was like pissed off and whatever he he turned on him i feel like even that they should have taking their time with even him saying oh i'm gonna turn on this dude after yeah. that you could see it coming that potentially it was gonna happen well, later but like crumbs. that yeah because yeah. that that's that was earned that actually slowly but surely you saw jungle boy wasn't willing to do that shit and we know christian's history yeah he's been a heel he can do that that you that evil faction. shit if he needs to you get a faction. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know that's what it is so, tons of them yeah, I feel like play on that more. The fact that he was pissed off that Jungle Boy wouldn't pull the trigger, not about his mom and his dad and all this stuff. It's like, no, you're weak. Jungle Boy, you weak. You're weak, and that's why you lost, and you embarrassed me out there. You know what I'm saying? And so, okay, I'm going to teach you a lesson. Like, I'm going to try to make you better by being the devil to you. And that's going to be like a whole Max thing, too. But at least it makes more sense here because that's what he was trying to instill in Jungle Boy was that dark side. So if he had, had played off of that more, then it's like, oh, shit, like he's really trying to call out Jungle Boy for 
basically being a little bitch. And Jungle Boy is going to have to stand up for himself. You know what I'm saying? And and find that in him. You know, he's going to have to find his cojones or else Christian Cage is going to mop the floor with him, use heel tactics, and take this man out. So if you're going to survive, you better figure this out. So that, to me, would have been more like, you know, master, student-type storyline that I would have bought into more than all this other vulgar shit that didn't make sense for Christian Cage. So that that's my rant on that. that I don't know. So I what's your like, grade on this? What's your percentage? I got to know now. Man, like I said, the match itself was fine. In right. a vacuum, the match was an 85. But if I take all this in consideration... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we ain't no vacuum, no. This I, I got to no drop it maybe a good... 10 points to like a 75, honestly. Okay. And even I think I'm still being generous with that, but I'm going to say mm. 75 because mm. that right there, automatic, like I'm still bothered by that while I'm watching this matchup. And so part of me wants to enjoy it, but part of me still sitting here look, looking at it, man, like, God, this should have been so much better. God, they had the seeds. Like there's, there's so much here. And I feel like another thing that might be a common theme here with this is, AEW, some there are some elements that could and should be more, I should be more invested in than I was. There was the whole thing with Wardlow. I'll just say it now so I don't forget later. <laughs> with Wardlow and his hair that I should be more invested in. And he's, he's talking about, I think, his father and, like, the connection there. That should be something where, like, I'm feeling emotional been, and almost in this. tears because of how much this means. And I'm just like, wait, what? Really? Like, I don't, I, I don't care. I just don't care about that right now because the way it's being presented. And it sucks. It's like a wasted opportunity. But we'll get there later on. For this one, though, I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say 75. I'm gonna say 75 on this on this matchup just because I have to downgrade it for just that bad taste in my mouth left by the story that just wasn't, you know, wasn't fulfilled the way it should have been. So my honest take. Yeah, with with me with this match, I didn't care about this match. I didn't care now one bit. Yeah, in the moment, like you said, in the vacuum, ooh ah, all that good stuff. But with with watching this match in, in its entirety, with the storyline, I didn't care. Even towards the end, when Jungle Boy was crying and he was hesitating, I'm like, bro, just get it over with. This is weird now. This is weird. Yeah. I'm like just, just like then you try to run him over, and all of a sudden yeah. you right there and you hesitating. You just you, you, you've been trying to kill him. You've been trying to murk him. All of a sudden you got, picked up the shovel now. and tried to take right. his head off. Like right. so much. Yeah, yeah. AEW suck at telling stories, man. So this is a <laughs> pure example of one of them. But my my oh. brother Fees, he already rented that out, so he took care of that part for me. So thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's move on here. We got uh, for the for the uh, trios championships, the House of Black versus the Elite. So Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews versus Kenny Omega, Matt and Nick Jackson. All right, this one was a lot of fun, right? This one was a lot of fun, but I, I do wish that there was more to the match than it just being a match between these two awesome teams. Like, both teams are awesome, right? Yeah. The Elite have so much chemistry, and they're so entertaining, and just, like, like they just know how to put on a fun wrestling match. House of Black, presentation, 
is they got it. 10 out of 10. Yeah. 100% just no complaints. I could watch the, just their entrance alone and be Man. like, got my money's worth. These dudes are the shit. So, yes, sir. Exactly. Like, House of Black, they're, they're those dudes. The match itself, it was cool to see. I think it was Buddy Matthews that started off with Kenny Omega. And then you had Excalibur talking about the comparisons between the two that a lot of people would compare Buddy Matthews' size, style, speed to Kenny Omega, which was cool. And then you got Malachi come in, and then it's like, oh, shit. And the crowd, you know, really got into that, you know, saying this is awesome before they even threw a strike. And I'm hoping somewhere back there, somewhere back there, Tony Khan took a note and said, we have to make this match happen. These two guys have to have a match. I am praying that they paid attention to what we saw there because I need to see a one-on-one match between <laughs> Kenny Omega and Malachi Black. Please, Tony. TK, please <laughs> make that happen. All right. I'm just going to say that. I got to. So that was cool. And then uh, it was cool seeing, like, Matt Jackson. You know, he went in there. He's like, I want the big guy. And then <laughs> Brody King comes in. Brody King look insane. This man looked insane. The the face paint he had on was insane. It was on point. He got in the ring. Big as hell. And then Matt realized, oh, gosh, this guy this guy is pretty big. Yeah, let me tag in Nick. And Nick said, hell no. Nah, this is all you. <laughs> you go ahead and <laughs> take this. And I said, oh, shit. So that was cool. They they tried to team up on him. And then, yeah, the whole match, fast-paced, like just, just the action was all just over the place in, in, the, in the best way. Uh, go see it if you haven't seen the matchup. But overall, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I was rooting for House of Black. Mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised that House of Black won. Mm-hmm. But it happened. I was rooting for them, but I was like, ooh, are they actually going to pull the trigger and, and make House of Black win this matchup? Because it feels like, honestly, the Elite just finished this whole, like, best of seven series and now are definitively the yeah. Tree of Champions. And now yeah. they're they're getting ready to go yeah. against House of Black. I'm like, uh, it probably... Title reigns? Do they even matter in lose. AEW? Yeah, I, I mean, they will for one guy. For one guy. We're getting there. We're well, getting there. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> for one guy. Hopefully. <laughs> but um, yeah, so you know, I was I was kind of surprised, but yeah, seeing them get the dub and hearing the crowd reaction too, like the crowd, they bought into it. They were happy to see House of Black as your new trios champions. It was great. It was a fun matchup overall. I mean, just everybody in that match brought it. It it, it just they did was 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 a very like probably the one of the best versions of AEW like if you're trying to get somebody interested in AEW this is the kind of match to show them because I think it represents some of the peak uh entertainment and performances you'll get from AEW storytelling I'm not showing somebody necessarily uh, a storyline <laughs> for AEW necessarily you'd probably go back to some of the I'm show Christian stuff. and Jungle Boy long no, hell no, term not, doing that. not from the show <laughs> if you're picking something from this show the main event yeah I can show somebody and this match right here these are two things that I'd say, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like the best of AEW, this six-man, this trio championship matchup, you're going to have a lot of fun. The entrances are fun. Yeah. Everybody in here is on point. Boom. That 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 would be a selling point for me for, for trying to get somebody interested in AEW. So this one here, as far as the score, man, it's, it's tough. Like, I... It's definitely 90 or up and or higher for me mm. on this one. 
90%, like, a, it's an A match for sure. I'm going to say, like I said, this is probably the best of AEW. So on that scale, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it a 95. I'm going to say this one was a 95. Like, I don't know if we get a better trio. The only thing that would have made it 100 is if there would have been a story that would have brought yeah, yeah, them yeah, together yeah, that yeah. really got you invested. This, this was a real quick own. build. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this was probably the most enjoyable match for me. That enjoyed the trios was was good. Man, my only nitpick, man, was the production for this for this pay-per-view because some of these cam- camera angles, man, they was fucking up on these close finishes in the trios match. Like it was one pin I thought, yeah, it looked like it it could be a near finish, possibly, yeah. but then you see either well, they caught him two times. They, they caught Buddy Murphy coming in for the save. And it caught Matt Jackson coming in for one of those spots too yeah. for the save. And I was like, "Man, come on, bro, come on, camera guy! Like, who's who's back there? Like, they just stand on camera three right now. Just, yeah. just camera three, just right there. It's on you, camera three. <laughs> just whatever you do, don't stay at that position. And the camera didn't move for that one spot either. So yeah. <laughs> it was that's my only gripe for that one match. Uh, but outside of that, man, it was thrilling. It was fun seeing seeing Julia Hart getting 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 hit with the V trigger. Oh <laughs> yeah, that was vicious. That was vicious. Yeah, and Kenny not giving a fuck. He was like, man, man, whatever. <laughs> that's on her. That's on her. She, she, I told her to get down. You know, and and that's what happened, man. So I was gonna appreciate that type of zero fucks attitude. I'm not making myself clear. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> back, so, back. yeah, man. So, yeah, it was fun, man. Uh, shout out to Brian Cook, Chicago brethren over there. We said House of Black were just bullies the whole match. I don't think we're ever seen the link get overwhelmed like there was Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like they, they was uh, maybe out of their league a little bit, out of their level. You know, because uh, House of Black, they ain't, they ain't fuck around. They came in there and put a hand, especially Brody. And he was a beast. Brody is a beast, man. Brody that is dude. a beast. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then that new barricade, that thing is solid. That thing is stiff. That thing is not budging. Okay? So, I don't, they might need to change that up. I don't know if that's a safety precaution or I don't know if they're thinking about safety for their wrestlers, but Maybe they need to put some mats or something because that thing does not give. Yeah, yeah, man, that was that was <laughs> that was funny. There again, I can't wait till we get to the main event because I feel like that came up a lot, especially when we're talking about Daniel Bryan and you know past injuries and worrying about him, you know, and he's smashing into the barricade and you know jumping off the ring apron and getting going into the barricade. Like, I'm like, dude, man, you could. I really felt it there the most, and I think also we talked about this on the. On the on the stream, it's because we know his history. You're just worried about him. So yeah, like they, I, that's true. That's true. They don't got that padding man on there, and it, you feel no, it. You hear man. it. And you feel it. It's like a <laughs> solid gate. Like damn. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to the chat. Who giving us uh hitting us up? Collab. Uh, they want to collaborate with us. You know. Hey, hey. You want to send out requests doing while we live streaming? Cool. Cool. All right, and I will respond in the DM. We could talk later. All right, yeah, running the show saying. right now. <laughs> running the show right now. Can't answer you right now. Not on the spot. All right, oh, I got to keep it professional. <laughs> Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, man. But yeah, so overall, solid matchup. Ninety-five percent. I'm gonna give it a ninety-five. 
95. All right, let's talk about the AEW Women's World Championship match. The champ, Jamie Hayter versus Soraya and Ruby Soho. All right, so coming off of the trios match, I felt like the energy in the arena was still decent. It wasn't, you know, really all that. I feel like it, it was quiet at times, especially for Soraya. I felt yeah. like I'm. I, it's interesting how you know she is the most notable person probably in this matchup, given her history with WWE and you know she's world known and all that. And you know, I think for her, like you heard almost no chance, you know, going towards or against her. It was a lot of you know, let's go Jamie, let's go Ruby. Like you know, people were chanting for Ruby Soho, people chanting for Jamie Hader. But really, like nothing for for Soraya. So that was kind of interesting. And then um, she's the star. She's the superstar. She came in with the big debut. She is. She is. You know, WWE. and I just I think I mean we both know like just the way that they book. It is one of those fears that you have around you know how they handle some of these incoming WWE stars like like a Ruby Soho. You know, like Ruby Soho. Same thing when she first came in. There was a lot of fanfare, and then she kind of faded off. But it was nice. Same Ruby Soho in this situation where she got an opportunity at a championship and, you know, she went out there and, and all three of the women, I'll say they, they did, they did bring it. They did bring it. Soraya played off the injury a couple times. I remember one spot where, you know, she stopped all the action. She was like, wait, stop. And then like, she held her goofy. And neck, ow, you know, and at first I'm thinking like, what is, what is happening? What is going on? And then she did that. I'm like, oh, okay. She's just trying to play off the injury. And even commentary was like, they're not going to stop. Like, what are you talking about? They're not going to stop. No, hell no. And they went right at her. So, yeah, it was kind of goofy. But, I mean, it is what it is. Like, I, I see what she's trying to do as far as, like, give us some entertainment in between. You know, like, they're just kind of having not having fun in a way, I guess, with the fact that people are going to be afraid of her getting re-injured. So, now they're just going to use that to, to, to kind of – psychologically mess with the audience and and have her use that to mess with her opponents too but mm. the opponents didn't give a shit they're like oh oh you hurt okay well we don't we don't break it down even more so you know i did uh i was okay with that i was fine with that um <laughs> matchup seemed to be mostly though about jamie hater ruby soho a lot of back and forth you know uh roll up after roll up you know going back and and, and like trading off with you know who had the upper hand uh, in the end, Jamie Hader did retain. She did get the victory. And, you know, you had Ruby Soho kind of stunned at the whole thing, right? And there's been this whole buildup of, you know, what side is she going to choose? Is she going to choose the 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 outsiders or is she going to choose the homegrown? And it's interesting because, like, you know, I'm, I started thinking about this whole thing with homegrown, with AEW. And I, I, I feel like... What does that mean? There needs to be another word that they use i think originals i think is better than homegrown because if we're being honest none of them are homegrown like AEW didn't really build it well yeah i guess so because jade is the only person that we didn't we don't know of her having wrestled anywhere else yeah but i don't think AEW, she did yeah she right. has no wrestling but background, all of but. these other wrestlers they came from all walks of life as far as the indie scene in japan so the homegrown thing, I was like, like even Tony Schiavone saying like, oh, you know, I felt like Ruby Soho was homegrown. I mean, I know she came from another place, but she's been here so long. No, she's not, she's not homegrown. 
She's not. You know, like clearly she's not. Like if you want to say original, she's not even that. Like she came in after the fact from another place. So yeah, like let's let's clean that up a little bit. Um, Jamie Hader, I feel like I want her to stand out. I want her to really establish herself as a champion. So. It's clear that the fans love her. The fans absolutely so. love her. And so. it, it it can be that she becomes a a superstar in AEW just based off fan reaction alone. Could but she? I feel like they I, I definitely think she could be again because of the fans. I think though that it's 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 I mean it comes down to booking and mm-hmm. the way it's been so far in time. like even in this story she just felt like she didn't I hate to say it but she didn't feel like she was defending the title at some at some times in the match. She felt like she was a participant in a championship match, not necessarily like as the champion defending down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that that I think is a a product of just how she's been booked and how she's been presented so far. Britt Baker still feels like the number one woman woman in the women's division. And, you know, then you have Jade, who also, you know, is one of the top women as well. And then just by name, Soraya, sure, I would say, like, she kind of stands out as being another potential face. But Jamie Hayter's the, the the champion, you know. So that, to me, is is kind of they, – they need to rectify that. They need to do work to try to really have Jamie Hayter stand out better than what she does now. And I think Jamie Hayter on her own in these matches is doing everything she can. Now I think there needs to be more work done to really, like – promote her and push her and give her the limelight separate her from you know like i think maybe try that that. like don't have her with brit because it just feels like she's in brit's shadow and they're trying to use brit to elevate her but all that's happening is she feels like brit's lackey still and it doesn't make sense yeah yeah so you know i i want that to change up a little bit and i guess another thing too with the present presentation yeah during the show that kind of caught me was the way that they presented the stories whenever they did talk about, you know, like like before the match. You know how mm-hmm. a lot of times you would get say, the promo, like, right? Yeah. Yep. It will it would be like Renee or Tony or Excalibur like talking about the story. Mm-hmm. I don't actually like that. You know, like I I guess they're trying to do like a sports thing and like have it be Almost like, you know, like a UFC where you have like a DC talking about what he's seeing and what the dynamics are between these two. What about using footage from the shows, from Dynamite, from Rampage, where they're cutting promos on each other to help build that that video that plays before the match? Because I'm looking for that video to hype me up and they didn't do it. And I'm just like, and it just felt flat. Like those videos fell flat every time. I'm like, because you're programmed by WWE. You see that sure. dramatic music, cutscene, 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 slow motion. You know what's crazy that you say that? Remember when AEW first started? They actually had high yeah. yep. production promo videos that they would produce that they would put together bro that's how i caught on the lance archer when they would do like them crazy fucking promos for lance archer out in some type of backwood yeah and he's like in slow-mo and they got the dramatic music and he out in the the ring and i'm like bro what is this 
Who is this monster? But now he's just, yep. I don't give a fuck. Give a fuck yeah. about Lance Archer. Give a oh, fuck. Man. Yeah, it's just, and I, I guess to compare it to like a new Japan, right? Like it's, it's kind of more similar to that than to WWE as far as how they present the stories. Like in new Japan, you don't get like wrestle kingdom. There wasn't barely any videos between each match that happened. Like the God, I'm trying to think, did the will Osprey and Kenny Omega match even show a video? I feel like they did. I feel like they showed one for that. I thought they showed the promo, like a recap. Yeah, of part of what they would happen at the press yeah, conference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I think they showed that. And then Kenny's original uh, promo video when he said he was coming to Japan and he spoke in Japanese. I think they showed that too. Like at least part of that, they like melded that together. But everything else that happened pr- prior to that matchup, I don't think they showed, they had anything like that. You know, when Okada and Switchblade went against each other, I think they had a video too. But long story short, like, you know, I feel like AEW is kind of they're in this in between where they love the the New Japan style and they want to be more like a sport and present it like a sport at times. But then they also realize that hey, uh, these these vignettes, these videos, these promos, like WWE does, works, and so they're trying to come up with their own thing. And you know, again, I, I when I was watching, I think of like you know like a UFC or like a, you know, NBA or NFL where you may not get, you'll get like the sportscasters talking about them versus the wrestlers actually like telling the story together. And I'm just like, it's just feeling flat. It's feeling flat. Like as far as what I enjoy, you know, what I enjoy seeing as far as a buildup to a story. So, you know, I just wanted to bring that up there because I'm trying to remember even with this, I don't. I I wish that we would have had that. That we would have had something there that would have shown a story build up before this matchup. That it was Jamie Hader talking, and and being very Let like I'm the champion. Yeah, like her mission statement showing about yeah, exactly. what a champion is all about. But you know, they right? Don't care about but you don't wrestling. really. You didn't really get that. So, so overall, with this one, I'm gonna say. I'm giving this one a. I think the match was fine. Yeah, I think it was it was a fine matchup. It was entertaining on its own. Um, Story wise, there was nothing really there, but I don't feel as bad about it as I did the Jungle Boy Christian Cage matchup. So I'm gonna give this one an, uh, a low B, like a B minus, like an eighty yeah. percent. Feel like that's where this I'm one kind of fell I'm for me. Way lower than that. Going way way lower? lower? Yeah, it, it's not fault to the ladies. It's just more the presentation of the ladies. Because I know you say, like, you know, they are who they are. But they, it fucking grinds my gears when, all right. Usually we say every 90 days they give us more than one woman's match. But for, for some reason, for some, re- for some reason, we just get this one with multiple women met. With, with multiple yeah. women in it. We got so Tony, maybe we had, we had two on the outside too. There were five <laughs> women a part of this. Tony Storm and Britt Baker were there, so technically this was more than what we typically. Get. Right, right. Or maybe because they gave us three women matches on the last pay per view, so they're just so so they they so they don't target with so their it's average. It's averaging it's, it's, too. It's averaging out the law. The of average averages. is still there. <laughs> Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> I know, right? I gotta reach. 
I gotta reach yeah. like that, bro. It's tough, I, man. I feel like the, as much as I want to, I, I, as much as I do agree with you, yeah, I do agree with you on that. I do feel like AEW is just we. What I have to continue to tell myself is AEW is doing a different thing than WWE. They're they're not WWE. They have their own style. And for their audience, there are a lot of people that love and enjoy that. Is it for me? Some of it is. For sure, some of it is. But some of the presentation falls flat. But that's, I'm going to say, it's because they're not WWE. They're trying to do it and present it in a different way and separate themselves from from, uh, WWE in that way. It's fine. It is what it is for them. For me, for what I enjoy, I wish they would showcase the women more. I wish that you would have it. You know, it doesn't even have to be a completely even split, but I'm saying like for Dynamite, more than one women's match for the pay-per-views. Yeah, let's have three. Let's have four. Is that is that terrible? You do have talented women there, but I will say if none of them have storylines and you just put them together, that doesn't work either. You know, Hell so no. it, it wouldn't. It, I, I feel like I'm just at a point where if the definition definition of insanity being, you know, expecting doing the same thing over and over again, expecting yeah. something to be different, something to change. Like, I'm not driving myself crazy over this. I want him, them to change it, but I think this is who they are I until they like show they're us regressing different. right now, though. That's why I got to speak on it. I feel like they took a step back because they're they're putting so much focus on this story that. I don't even think fans really care about, you know, you got the outsiders against the AEW originals yeah. for the women's division. That's taking so much time that even other women are not able to get stories or TV time because this is taking mo- most of the time right now. All right. Because you got Soraya because you signed her. So now you got to show her that she's that she's that star, but I, yeah. I don't see it anymore because I feel like they dwindle just because the way of the booking right now. And now, I'm just, I'm like, how, how do you have a 53 and 0 super women, super woman of a superstar, Jade, not on your fucking card? Yeah, no. Explain no that to me, bro. That. It's yeah. a, a champion, a champion, yeah. Yeah. not on your card. All right. Yeah. You know, it, it's just, this is AEW. We're not worried about stories, so we could have got a match just, just like that, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, right? Just yeah. a random opponent, just like, here right. you go, right, right there. Right, right, not right. even for the zero hour. Not even for the yeah. zero hour. I can't even get on the pre-show, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And they usually don't hesitate to showcase Jade, so that that's a weird one for sure. I mean, as far as them regressing, I see where you're coming from with it as far as, like, you know, this story people don't really care about and other women aren't getting on the show now because of it. I will say, though, that it's rare to see AEW have a continuing story, though, with the women. And the way this one panned out with Ruby Soho, um, she she it looked like, you know, she was conflicted. But at the end, she did join these outsiders. So now she's going to be a part of this faction. Again, you get a faction. You get a faction. So... We we got you know Ruby Soho now in a faction. Faction for um, I feel like this is an attempt to try to tell a bigger story, a longer term story with someone other than a Britt Baker. Yeah, and I can I can say yes, there's a way where it feels like they regress, but yes, this is also kind of a, an attempt to do something different mm. as far as it comes to 
a bigger story, a longer term story. And you can try and fail. I mean, let's let's say this. Like, I don't want to necessarily fault them for trying something. And yeah, if it doesn't work, it's fine. But then let's just try something different. But it's hurting right? Jamie, though. It's hurting Jamie Hater as yeah. building her as a true star because you got her attached to this fucking story. You can actually is this this man, you had a perfect opportunity to just separate from her. Just let Brick Breaker and let her figure this out. And this there's your secondary story. Right there, AEW Originals against Outsiders. And then you got Jimmy yeah. Hader just doing her thing just because you got her and whatever few she's in. All right? Yeah. And then that's how you just make it more streamlined instead of just feel like it's just spaghetti. It feel like it's just everywhere, man. Yeah, but I, I, but here's the thing. Okay, let's let's think about it this way. We know that Tony Khan is, is more than likely not writing any story that they're coming up with. They have Soraya come into AEW, and Soraya, and, and we're saying that all of these, for the most part, it seems like the wrestlers, it's up to the wrestlers to come up with what these storylines are going to be like. Soraya, I'm going to say, probably in concert with Tony Storm, came up with this idea, right? So they're running with it. They're saying, okay, cool. Let's try this. Let's go with it. I feel like them going that route and trying something and it not working and then let's say they pivot and go a different direction with it. Like, I think that's fine. I think they should be allowed the ability to try new things. And if they stick, cool. And if they don't, pivot, right? It's like, uh, think Reckoning, right, in WWE. Yeah. They really thought that was going to work. <laughs> it fucking sucked, you know? But what I'll say is, hey, at least they tried to get Ali, you know, this faction. And at least they tried to bring in you know, these different wrestlers and put them on the main stage. Like they tried something and yeah, it sucked, but it's like, okay, they, they ended it. And then we moved on, you know, like we go on to something different. So with this, I feel like, yeah, let's see what, I mean, okay. Look at judgment day. Judgment day in the beginning was not hitting. It was right? not, it was they not, it was not terrible. Right. But then, and obviously it with the, with Papa H coming in, things yeah, started right. to change. You started to Chef, right no, there. True. No, true. Right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, without that, it's hard to see how the change would come to make this better than what it yes. is. Yes. But what I will say is, hey, let's see if you know with Soraya and and now with Ruby Soho being in the group, maybe they come up with some different ideas in concert. Let's just see because again, this is I'm gonna assume right, and I know you can't assume anything, right? You make an ass out of you and not me. I get it, but. I'm going to do it for this because I do not believe that Tony Khan is coming up with these stories. So if I'm wow. saying, hey, this is, this wow. is, no, I don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. If it's Soraya and Ruby Soho and Tony Storm saying, hey, this is what we want to do. And they're working with Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. And they're saying, okay, cool. Let's try this, try this. And then they're saying, hey, this is a story idea. We got Tony and Tony saying, do it. Then, like, I gotta, like, for me, I feel kind of shitty being like, oh, this, this just try. Like, at least they're trying something, you know, like they're going out there and they're trying to tell a story. I'm, I'm gonna give them that chance and see what it's like. And if it's not hitting, then change it. But let's at least, I mean, I see you snubbing your nose, but nah, if you because look at he's it from on the record saying, I'm the writer, I'm the sole writer, I'm the sole creator. So, 
I got to go off what I hear and not what I, you you can do what you do, brother. If you want to assume, go ahead and assume. mm. I don't, I can't roll like that. I got to go off the facts of what I heard. Like, I just, I don't know, man. There's something about the way that these stories come off and like the Mm. randomness of it. Like, I just feel like he can't. And, and he's got, he's running, like helping run the Jaguars and all that. Like, like, no, like that's then you got too much on your plate and that's part of the problem. You know, if that's what it is, then like you need to 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 let some of this go and have some other people come in and help you out with that. You know, to to make that brings up a whole a bigger question than if it is him. But I for some reason, I just don't think I think that even if when he says he's the sole writer, I'm curious if he means like basically what I'm saying is there's a collaboration going on with the wrestlers. Right. Like, sure, they are. He's not writing for mjf he's not writing for jericho like those guys they're you know their minds they're way beyond tony okay so now when it comes to this match for instance like is he saying hey i want to do something with you guys and you know i'm thinking you know let's do something akin to the nwo yeah Uh, you know and then there's a collaboration between soraya and him and tony around what that looks like that I feel like, okay, I'll give you that. But it's like him saying, hey, okay, I'm sitting, I'm up at night writing a script, you know, and I get, no, man. Well, I think he is up at night partially writing a script and then, yeah, getting the feedback. He was like, you know what? That's not really going to work for me. Nah, someone is bringing it to him and he's saying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? No, no, no. I think. Well, you know what? I think two things can be right right at the same time. I think he's doing this to like MJF, you know, Chris Jericho, <laughs> you know, but then, you know, to the women, you know what? Uh, that suggestion you put, that's not going to really work for me. So yeah. this is what I have in mind. This is what I, I, I just this is what I don't know, man. I just according like... to the analytics, they don't really care about the. Yeah. Mm. I'm curious, man. I, I, I would. I would love to interview Tony Khan and ask him some of these really hard hitting questions on the yeah. podcast. Yeah, Let's seriously, man, I, I would because I'm really curious about the process and like just you got a lot going on, Tony. Even Vince McMahon himself said, "Hey, man, like the all the hats he wore, he tried, he tried doing everything, yeah. and for the most yep. part, he did a lot of this stuff himself. But they he still did. did have a writing team." You know, they still did have a writing team and a crew of people that would, you know, like have these ideas. But at the end of the day, it all went through him. You know, like at the end of the day, it was about a decision maker. Right. So, man, so that's 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 what Tony's doing. That's what Tony's doing. He's doing some messages like, yeah, thumbs up. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thumbs up. Because he's such a fan. Like, I feel like he would. I feel like he wants to be. He wants to be cool. He wants to be like. He wants to be part of the club. Hey, I grew up. I grew up in the business. You know, like there's no. I, I think it's more collaborative, but I think that it then because it, it comes off as so like like everything is just happening and they're not all like connected as much as they could be. But it is what it is. Right. Shout um, out to Juggernaut ninety seven. Did you guys watch Ring of Honor this week? Uh, I haven't even watched the last. I think the first two episodes are out right now no. for Ring of Honor. Yeah, Ring of Honor. So yeah, yeah, I haven't watched it. Yep. And then at times I forget that yeah, Claudio is, is still bringing our champion. I he's still the champ. Yeah, he's still the champ. They gotta do better on that. They gotta remind us that he's the champ. Yep. Honorary Oos, what up? What up? Yeah. Got my, my cage IQ in the building. What up, man? 
Let's move on to this uh, next match here. We got the Texas Death Match: Hangman Adam Page versus John Moxley. So Time yeah, this was the last one that I missed on the live stream. Yeah. So and I I'd seen like right when I was coming on the stream, this match was ending. So I saw the end on my own before I logged in. So just to kind of give you my my two cents on this, um, this match was wild, man. This match was wild. And I'll say, too, that from a story perspective, like, there were parts of this that were really good as far as the the build-up to this because you had, you know, concussions involved, and which is always a scary thing. And it's very yeah. believable that that would happen in the middle of a match, you know, and, like, I feel like there, were, there was a work um, or shoot concussion that may have happened with Adam Hangman Page and then a work one that happened with John Moxley to kind of balance it out and leading up into this match here you know, where we have these two guys just willing to do it all and take each other's heads off. I mean, what 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 always kind of gets me, though, well, well, before I get into the, <laughs> some of the hardcore shit, um, shout out to to uh, Adam Hammond Page. Uh, he had kind of a new entrance and kind of a new feel to his Indeed. entrance. I like that a lot, him changing it up a little bit. Um, that was pretty cool. And then John Moxley, uh, commentary pointed out that he had kind of a different energy about him in this match. Like he knew, like, okay, I'm walking into something a little bit different here. This is a Texas death match. So it set up the scene really nice where you had Hangman, you know, like kind of trying to, to amp up his, himself with this new presentation. And then John Moxley, who's usually amped up, coming out and almost being a little bit more reserved and controlled and like, okay, serious. And then yeah, the match, I mean, they, they went at it, man, from jumping. I mean, the amounts of barbed wires to the face, to the <laughs> eyes, to the back, you know, wrapped around my wrapped arm, around. wrapped around my leg. like Wrapped around your body. Your, your body, yeah. Just all sorts of stuff. And then for these fans to still be chanting, we want tables. I, I, I almost lost it. I almost lost it. I'm saying, you, you guys need to shut up. Like, seriously. Like, Breeze. these dudes. Savages. Giving you everything. <laughs> Everything they're already ble- two seconds in. I mean, we already knew, you know, John Moxley was gonna bleed, but like from the beginning, these two dudes are bleeding and they're throwing each other on. I think the I was right on the override, and they're still saying we want to calm down, calm down. They had the two chairs stacked up against each other, and uh, Adam Hangman Page was getting ready to do that power bomb to him. And I said, if he lands in the middle, because he can't see, like literally, like he's just going blind and getting ready to power bomb him on these chairs. So I'm like. If he like if he hits him spine first, like John Moxley could be done. Like yeah. that's the spine. Like this is come on, guys. But he hit it on the side of the chair, which was perfect. So that sold me. I was like, you know, afraid for John Moxley watching that that moment. And a lot of moments of the match, I was afraid for Adam Hammond Page because I'm like, John Moxley's sick. He's got him in a in a triangle choke on the ground. He has the fork in his hand. And he's stabbing. That Adam was that fork. was squeamish. That was I was like he was. It was right on the floor. I'm like, bro. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy, man. So, you know, but at the same time, yes, it was crazy. Yes, it was blood and guts. Blood and guts. They're just blood and guts. Yeah, like, this <laughs> is right. He, at times they are. But, you know, it, it was, I think what this show needed as far as giving people that extra spectacle, like, this felt like, oh, my God, like, okay, you're going to go – Away from this show, you're going to talk about that trios match. You're going to talk about the main event. 
You're going to talk about this match right here and how you saw things you never thought you would see people do to each other in a wrestling match. Like, it was insane. I mean, even, you know, John taking the barbed wire and scraping the back of Adam Hammond Page. I was like, what the fuck? This is crazy. And you start seeing the blood pop up little by little on his skin. I'm like, this is a lot, man. What the hell? It was half Boston Crab to Hammond Page on the barbed wire while he just... Yeah. Got his leg. I was like, bro, this is dude, it was crazy. But hangman, you know, much. like he kept he kept at it, he kept going, you know, and then at the end he had him he, he uh hit him with um with the well the, he had the chain that John pulled into the matchup. So he wraps that around John Moxley's neck and has him after he clotheslined him over the over the rope. Then you know he's got him hanged up on the ropes, and I'm just like, oh my god, had him looking like Jabba the Hutt from Star Wars. Ah, don't say that. What was that six? Like ah, tongue hanging out. Like <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. And then he tapped. He tapped out. Which there was a lot of tapping on this show too. Oh yeah, was a, little, a lot of tapping. A lot, a lot of yeah. quick. I'm going home. So yeah, man. Oh my god. Like I don't think these guys could have put on a more gruesome, brutal matchup, short of fire being involved in this match and i don't i don't need that either i'm i was oh, cool with what i saw they gave me my money's worth Buckets with this matchup hangman one which wow you know great like as far as trying to build hangman and put hangman over and john looked like a savage the whole time so shout out to john moxley this one as far as the grade man i Gosh, this is tough. Man. I'm a. I gave that trios match a 95. I'm like, I don't have too much more where to go. Right. I still got that main event. Cause that's a gauge right there. We go 93. That was tough. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm say 94. I'm gonna say 97. I'm gonna go like, 97 oh, for this. Match. Yeah. It was. It was that good, man. These two guys went out there, put on a banger. I was all for it, and even the story build up to this matchup i felt was really good too yeah. i was invested 97 wow wow okay first of all shout out to the chat one more time if you just joining in hit that like button hit that subscribe button on both channels because yes we're doing the dual stream so welcome to the bloodline uh network entertainment network and welcome to the clark street wrestling podcast all right now for this match yeah, this is violent. I knew it was gonna. I knew it was gonna get blood. Uh, I knew it was gonna get buckets of blood. In the end, it was a strong win for for Adam Page. I liked it, uh, especially making Moxley tap. So I was like, okay, that that was a cool finish to the very violent match. Uh, I think I said going into this this pay per view, the build, the beginning of the build was hot, was cool, and it cooled off a little bit. So going off, so so with this story, I wasn't really feeling it, but the match, yeah, it was, dude. I was like, oh my god, I got to turn around. I can't even look. And you got John Moxley with the with the fork, and he's just so vicious, stabbing Heyman in the forehead, and you see the blood, the the, the splattered all over his chest. I'm like, it, it was just a bit much, but uh, it, it was it was a solid match, but it it was a bit much for me. I, I like. You know, I'm a little bougie when it comes to wrestling. I like my, I like clean wrestling. All right, I like, I like my superstars 
handsome, like my tribal chief right here. Matter of fact, we even talk about my tribal chief. Yeah, I say now one thing about my tribal chief right now. So get the ones up for your tribal chief. All right, right now. All right, because this man is leading, leading the charge when it comes to bougie wrestling. All right, shout out to everybody who loves the bougie, clean, clean wrestling. AEW, stay focused. <laughs> hey, I'm focused. Focus on my travel chief right now. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but good match. It was a good match, man. It was a yeah. good match. No, I, li- I like the follow up. Actually, I was actually more impressed with the follow up on AEW. Uh, AEW the following week. Yeah, when I think what was it? Heyman Page had a little side by side interview with Renee saying like, "Hey, best of luck." To your husband, you know, it was a hard fight fought. But you see, Moxley, man, he don't like losing. Cause this dude was on like, man, fuck this. I'm a I'm a choke one of Heyman boys. Whoever who was it? Uh it was one of the dark order. He had him in a chokehold, and you know, the match was already won. He but he just <laughs> right there. <laughs> Backup coming, still got it in there, was cool and was vicious about John. Heyman came out. But you still see John just uh, oh he <laughs> held it in there until he, until he got to the ring. So this this was a a, a good switch up. Maybe uh, this is what the BCC needed, man. They just they needed a little heel change, a little attitude readjustment. You know what I'm saying it sounds very heelish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it. I can see it. I mean, you know, we'll see. We'll see where they go. Hopefully, I mean. Story not being their strong suit, but just overall the viciousness and like just great matches that they put on. I feel like, well, I'll let me take a step back from that actually. When I say story isn't their strong suit, in ring storytelling is a strong suit for the AEW wrestlers. Like in ring, I feel like they do a great job of being able to like tell a story, engage the audience with what they're saying right then and there. Um, it's the behind the scenes, the bigger picture story, the promo kind of story that they they lack in. But in ring storytelling and you know having people engaged in the matches, they are elite when it comes to that. Like I'm a I'm gonna give them full kudos for that. So stuff like that that you're talking about with John Moxley, like making sure he's like really holding on to that that choke. You know, and, and and like showing that viciousness, yeah. like they know how to do that. Those individual wrestlers do know how to tell a story like that in the ring. And, you know, that that's one thing, too. I feel like anybody watching AEW, you kind of have to be a fan of that, you know, to really enjoy, you know, what you're seeing with AEW. WWE, they tell their stories in a little bit of a different way. AEW and WWE, too, in-ring storytelling is elite as well. Like, a lot of these wrestlers here, they know how to tell the story with their facial expressions, with, you know, being technical, targeting certain spots of the body, and then, like, keeping that going as part of the, the overall tale that the match is telling. AEW guys do that, too. You know, so so storytelling-wise, in-ring, I would say, yes, they got it. Big picture is where a lot of times it's lacking unless you're a guy like a Chris Jericho a John Moxley, a MJF. Yeah, shout out to the chat. Look who we got in the building. Johnny Autism Wrestling. Who is the tribal chief again? You know who is the tribal chief, and this is a perfect segue to remind you, Johnny. You there, 
sitting at home. Acknowledge me. <laughs> I was like, well, I, I think it was delay. It was delay oh. on mine. It was still playing. So I, I was, was still oh. playing. Okay, it was over for me. I'm like, wait, why is he still lost? Little, little delay on me. Yeah. Oh man. Well, Johnny, welcome in, man. Welcome in. Happy to see you. Here. Welcome in, Saturday. Yes, yes. Solo. <laughs> on that low, from Solo to Wardlow, Wardjo. Okay, Wardlow versus Samoa <laughs> Joe for the TNT Championship. Okay, so this matchup here, one, I think just until the ending of the match, yeah. the match was fine. Yep, match was fine. Where they lose me, and also too, I love Joe mocking the the the, the what power bomb symphony. Symphony, symphony power. Thank you. Yeah. You know, like, I love that. That was awesome. Now, Wardlow, commentary even said it. His forte, not submissions. That is not his thing. So I think it's safe to say he's probably never subbed a guy in AEW. Never happened. Samoa Joe, this is what he's known for. He puts people to sleep. That's what he does, okay? Very experienced, you know, guy, tenured guy in wrestling overall. And the last thing you would think would happen would be Wardlow submitting Joe. You would think Joe would submit Wardlow. Sure. You could see that happening. But Wardlow submitting Joe. Just that alone, I'm like, huh? But not just that. It's not just Wardlow submitting Joe. It's Wardlow submitting Joe with Joe's own finisher. Yeah. yeah. That never happens. No. You don't ever really see people using the other guy's finisher to finish a match. Typically, Very when that happens, win. there's near falls. There's Okay, he's there, and he's kind of mocking him, and it's like the worst thing in the world that could happen for you to be submitted to your own finisher or you to be beaten pin one, two, three by your own mm-hmm. finish. You know, when Sami Zayn hit the tribal chief with the, with the Superman punch, it's like, okay, he can't finish it with that. Like, no, <laughs> no, no, come on now. No, but you then, you know, the Aluma kick. There. Okay, fine. That's yeah. cool. You know, blue thunder bomb. Sure. You know, you can, all right, but <laughs> beating somebody with their own finisher. No. So that's the part where when it happened here, it just kind of took me out of the reality of the matchup. It just felt like they did it just to do it, just to put Wardlow over as this guy who's like, oh, he's the new champ. He's the guy. He's better than Joe. He submitted Joe. Like, that decision was just off. It was just off. If he would have just beat him with a powerbomb or beat him with the symphony, cool. That would have made a lot of sense. We could all bought into it. We'd have been fine. But here we are talking about Wait, he just beat, not just beat Joe, submitted Joe. And not just submitted Joe, submitted Joe with his own finisher, who, by the way, he has never been known as a submission guy, and he's no. never submitted anybody named So it's no history, so he... <laughs> Again, when I talk about earned, right? Right, I yeah. talked about with Christian Cage and, yeah. like, the story and, like, him not earning yeah. 
that believability. This is another point where it's like, I this this I can't buy into this. I'm I'm all the belief of this is is gone because this guy has no legitimacy as a submission wrestler, and he's submitting a submission wrestler. It's it's like like for instance, in UFC in MMA, Israel Adesanya, love him. You know, some people hate him, love him. Fellow Nigerian, Nigerian, great. You know, I love watching. (laughs) I will be damned if I ever believe that Israel Adesanya is going to submit anybody, let alone a submission. He's not even going to try that shit. He's not going to go to the ground with a submission specialist. He's trying to stay on the feet. About these right. hands. <laughs> he's gonna use his hands. You you know damn well he's not going to the ground because he's gonna get reversed and fuck up and he's gonna get submitted. You know, so why would you take that chance with Joe? And then why am I supposed to believe this this is actually happening? Nah, man, nah. So that alone experience right there. Veteran who has experience in submissions got took out by a rookie by the first time. You know, what? <laughs> You know what? Let's so, just talk about it because you are you already talk, you talked about Warlow and and Samoa Joe. The fact he only held that title for three fucking days. Now Hobbs is. Cha- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, granted, there's some shenanigans, we right? Got a title so, change. <laughs> I but I said I said I said man, personally, I do love the fact that Hobbs is champ. So shout out to Powerhouse Hobbs, well deserved being champion, but. <laughs> that title mean Wardlow being champion mean, for three days. Why even do this? Why not just have Joe beat beat uh, Wardlow and then have Hobbs beat Joe? Like, like just do that because <laughs> this doesn't make Wardlow look good yeah. at all. No, it's man. not it believable. The way just like Wardlow did, just uh, just like that. Like you know, that would have made sense. QT come out with the with the chair to Samoa Joe. All right, cool. Protected loss. Hmm. But now yeah. we're gonna flip it. You're gonna flip it, man. I I I I don't know. That was weird. That was weird. That was weird. again. Shout out, shout out she to Hobbs. Passed around, man. Shout oh, out to Hobbs. Man. Yeah, and then yeah, the whole thing. So on. so the whole thing with someone breaking into his car was that is that real? I think so. Right. So I think I, think I felt so. like that was real. Like him actually getting that the championship stolen and then his gear was stolen. It was crazy. Right. So. I mean, hey, John's a Wardlow. Sorry that happened. That shouldn't happen yeah. to anybody. So that sucks. Yeah, it right? sucks. I've been there before. And then, like, to lose the championship right after you just won it. Like, I don't know, man. That was weird. That was weird. So, the match, right? And as far as a grade, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to throw this in the same category as, I'm sorry, as Jungle Boy and and Christian Cage. And it's lucky it doesn't get a lower score, but mm. I do have a lot of respect for Joe. This was this was a travesty, though. Like the without that is another situation where I got to dock it ten points just because of some bullshit that happened. Where logic just this unearned shit gets thrown in just 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 for the hell of it. Let's just have Wardlow submit Joe. Then at this point, if you're doing that, you need to start submitting everybody because if you can submit yeah. Joe. Now that's your new. You should be able to take out Hobbs then. Why? Yes. why? <laughs> what is going on? No. Submit Hobbs. Submit you know Hobbs. Just, uh, just choke logic. him out, and then he can't answer the ten count. Cool. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm good with that. But no, that's not your thing. Like that was a one and done, really. 
Shout out to the Geek Show Podcast, the TNT title. Keeps getting changed up like the girls from 3L Dub. God damn. <laughs> wow, not everybody's going to know 3L Dub, but yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're showing their age. And we, I, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because when I think of uh, 3LW, I think of um, NBA Street. I think they were the the voices that you would hear. Like, you know how in NBA Jam, yeah, you'd be yeah, like, boom, yeah, shaka yeah, yeah. For them, yeah. it was like uh, serving it up. You know, like they yeah, would say like yeah, all the, that's the right. yep. oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, I miss NBA Street. But anyway. Um, QT. yeah, it is. Yeah, QT is the ultimate X factor. I get, yeah, you know, like it worked out in Hobbs' favor, you know, and that's cool. And I'm, 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 I'm okay on Hobbs' side. Hobbs did nothing wrong. He went out there, he won the face of the revolution, uh, uh match, the ladder match. He went the next week on Dynamite, beat the champion, became the new uh yeah, TNT did, champion. Did. Perfect from Hobbs' standpoint. I'm great. Yeah, <laughs> Street Volume Two was a shit. Yes, it was. Man, I, I gotta, I gotta get an emulator or something and, and play that game, man. Like, <laughs> I love that game. Um, both one and two, amazing. But uh, yeah, just I just feel like from the Joe Wardlow match, it just, it just like why, just why. So yeah, I'm giving a, a 75%. I I don't know which God. one of these two matches between the Christian Cage and Jungle Boy match. You know what? No, I this think this match was worse. This match was worse. Match. I'm dropping this, this for a little bit. I'm going to a yep. 70. Fuck it. There you go. I'm 70. going to a 70. Right. 70% is, is a low, hard. low C at best. Like, yeah. man. Hot yeah. Yeah. So, that, that was bad. That was bad. Pure trash. So. <laughs> Didn't like it. I hated right. the follow up. Congrats to Hobbs, but congrats to Hobbs. No, I, that's that's the best part they, about they, this. He needs. No, <laughs> you still there? <laughs> it, it froze up a little bit. Oh, your audio's gone. Hold on, hold on. All oh, right. there, you back? You back? You back? I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, okay. I hear you now. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, okay, okay, okay. Froze up. Man, yeah, you froze up and then the audio was going, but you back now. <laughs> uh, okay, my, my fault, my fault. That's on me. No, you That's good. On me. I'm just saying, I was just saying, I'm just so irritated because of the follow up with the TNT title. Like, congrats yeah. to Hops, but you know, I just don't care about the title. I don't. I, I, I really don't. And shout out to Pepsi Field. He made a good point in the Clarkson Wrestling uh, Facebook group. He said, Right now, the the ACC or the or, the, or it's the international international. Champion, international title has more legitimacy than the TNT title, and yeah. I'm like, well, Orange Cassidy, Orange Cassidy yeah. man, he he been held he, he held it for for a while. Yep, and yep, he's had a lot had, of what, three three title changes with the TNT title now. In yeah, in in a very short amount of time, <laughs> two in the matter of three days. So yeah, yeah, that's what they do now. I, <laughs> Ivan, I know, is yeah. sitting there saying, "Yep, twenty four seven championship." Oh and, yeah, that's know, what he said. Yep, it, it is decided. It's getting hard. It is. <laughs> it, it, it's getting hard to to argue against it. You know, I'm very literal with that comparison, so I'm like, man, it's not quite that. But I see, in spirit, you're right. In spirit, you're right that it is very. It is very uh, uh around there. Yeah. Yeah. I saw someone put like up there, it's, it's there around that there. over NBA Street. That's tough, man. 
that's that's like choosing between you know two just amazing products right there, man. Like both of those were amazing. Both of those part of my childhood. Def Jam for Vendetta was the shit. That was the shit. And as a wrestling fan, and as a THQ wrestling fan, Def Jam Vendetta was awesome. So, you know, that's tough. That's tough. I love both of them, though. Um, all right, let's move on. Let's move on from that matchup there. Let's go to this Fatal 4-Way. The AEW World Tag Team Championships were defended by the Guns. They went against the acclaimed Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett Triple J. And Orange Cassidy, the aforementioned newly named international champion, Orange Cassidy and so yeah this was just pure entertainment i mean this it was that's all it was yeah comedy entertainment and then you know there there was some fun action too overall but really this was just like let's just be entertaining as fuck and they they went out there and they did it you know there's not really much as far as like breaking it down you know going into story and all that the, the only disappointing thing from a story perspective is that we didn't focus on guns and the acclaim, but it feels like that's done. Like, that's that's over and done with, especially with the aftermath. So that was the one missed point there. But purely entertaining, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more the second time because I saw it with you guys, but then when I was re-watching it, I actually watched the whole thing, and I watched this match again. And I feel like I actually enjoyed it more the second time because the first time I was very hung up on the fact that it wasn't just a one-on-one match. But once I just kind of accepted that in the second time yeah, around, I enjoyed the match even more so than just yeah. saying, hey, it, it is what it is. You know, and, and I feel like Orange Cassidy, it still kills me when he was mocking uh, Jeff Jarrett with the with the slow walk. Like, that was crazy. You know? <laughs> like, just, like, Jeff Jarrett was so <laughs> mad. He was so irritated with him mocking him. But Orange is just, that dude, I'm going to say it, he's a superstar. Like, Orange Cassidy is a superstar. He yes, I give him that. Just any company, you know, if he if he went to WWE, I think that man would be gold. Like it would be amazing. It'd be great. So shout out to Orange Cassidy, man. Like he he has it for sure. Um, at the end, in the end, I should say, the Guns did retain. Uh, they are still your AEW Tag Team Champions. Then we had the return of FTR. FTR basically mopped the floor with them, leading into a potential matchup for those AEW titles. Um, you know, which I think that'll be good. And I think from a story perspective, there is a lot there that they can lean from, you know, from when even the the uh, FTR were the uh, the champions of ROH and yep. they showed up, the guns showed up a couple times Interfe- and were yeah. like interfering and get just involved. like getting into their heads and, you know, mocking them. And so, you know, I feel like that could be a lot of fun. So looking forward to that. The guns versus FTR grade wise. This one, I'm going to say, I'm going to give it a, uh, let's give Professional it a. Wrestling. Professional wrestling. Three. Three. Yeah. Struggling like, right there. He was struggling. That's tough. Because I'm looking at like that first matchup, Ricky Starks and Chris Jericho, I gave an 85. Do I see it on that same level? Did I enjoy it as much as I enjoyed that match? It's close, but I I love the fact that we really are building a star in in, in Ricky Starks. I guess I love the fact that we're, they're building stars in the guns now. Like you know what I'm gonna put? Yeah, on yeah, I like that. Eighty five. I'm gonna say eighty five. Okay, because okay. the guns two points. Actually, two points. Building them. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna give them two more points because the guns. I like the guns now. 
Like I'm I'm bought into the guns as far as like let's make them like legitimate champions. I want wow. to see. I'm sorry, FTR, but I don't want you to win those titles. So they're not transitional champions. Not transitional? You feel like are do you feel like they're transitional champions? No, no. Okay. At least I'm rooting for them not to be. I want the guns to really <laughs> piss people off and hold on to those titles I do. for I months. Do. Yes. For months. Yes. Like, let's go six months hate. straight guns as champions. Damn. Let's go. Hey, you want to go a year? Let's do it. That'll really piss people off. Like, how are the that. guns still champions? <laughs> yes, that's what I want. I want the guns to stay champs. Let's go. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that's that's it. So, 80, 85. 85, that matchup. Okay. It is decided. I think you broke it, broke it well. Uh, my input is it was just a fun match. I really enjoyed it. I like Dan House and Orange Cassidy. Their chemistry was was off the chain, especially entertaining. You know, you got Orange Cassidy doing like this slow winding arm wheel thing, and you got just oh, yeah, <laughs> Dan House fine. doing like three clotheslines in the corner as he just got. Orange cats are going real slow. So like, funny. yeah, I'm going to get there. Even by the I'm time he got there, there, he didn't even do the clothesline. He, he just grabbed right. it and threw him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to Orange Love Cassidy. it. Love it. It's great. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Comedy and wrestling, like, it, it, it makes, it makes sense. Needed. A lot of times it makes needed. sense. You want to have your drama now. You want to have your serious matches. But also, too, you can mix that in with shit like this where it's just, it's just comedy. That's great. <laughs> with you brother yes sir yes sir yes, i appreciate it <laughs> so yeah hey we're there we're at the main event so let's talk about it for the aew world championship for a triple b a 60 minute iron man match the challenger brian the american <laughs> dragon danielson versus maxwell jacob freeman the devil himself i'm better than you and you know it m j f i guess i will not tolerate this blasphemy from you sir what did i say put some respect that i guess put some respect (laughs) on michael jacob freeman's name put respect on his name this man went out there and did what many people thought he wouldn't be able to do and that is Go toe to toe with a, in a sixty minute Iron Man match with Brian Danielson and make it a classic. He made it a classic, and what makes it even better, this man. I it's so funny because I was I, I follow Max on Instagram and I saw the training and I didn't even think, oh yeah, this is you know gonna tie into the Iron Man match, but it did because it's like this dude said, hey, I prepared myself for this. People were saying I couldn't do it. I'm hearing all these people talk shit. Oh, he's only good on the mic. He can't do it in the ring. Fuck that. I'm going to show him. I'm going to show him. I'm going to get myself right. And he came out there. He came out there with the with the, the violins, the piano playing, the intro was dope as fuck. Violins come out. They start playing his shit. He comes out with the devil mask, hitting back to when he made his return after he told he called Tony Khan a fucking mark. Then he's he's oh my god and again oh Brian poor Brian Danielson why does this always have to happen to Brian Danielson where people are debuting new raw ass shit on him in title matches like it's just it happened with the Tribal Chief he brought in that badass music with the choir and 
all that. And then here comes Max with the violins and the piano and the mask and the, oh, on point, on point. They go 60 minutes. These dudes put on a classic. A, a <laughs> actual, I, I watched the whole thing again. I saw it with you guys. And I sat through 60 minutes again, and I saw it, and I had more appreciation for it, even the second time. So Mm. I'm like, wow, this really, this is actually how I remember this happened. And I can sit down and watch it and be like, yeah, I don't feel like I'm wasting my time. I don't feel like I need to fast forward. I feel like there's things here where I'm like, I am enjoying this. They're telling a great story within the match. The whole time where Max was going and getting people to, to, uh, you know, the, the trials or tribulations or whatever of, 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 of Brian Danielson, we'll call it, you know, where he has to go through guy after guy after guy. They, he told people, he's like, hey, man, I need you to injure him. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. Getting that shoulder worked over, setting up that in this matchup, he's going to go after that shoulder. He's going to go after that arm. And even Brian Danielson put himself in precarious situations, jumping off of the side of the apron and then landing on the, the hard barricade that you talked about. Dude, it was amazing. It was amazing. Just just the way that they put this together for the first, like, 30 minutes or so, 25 minutes, no falls, and then we get the first fall from Brian Danielson. You know, it hits the psycho knee, cool, one, two, three. He's like, hey, there's no breaks. And they were great. Excalibur was great about this. Hey, look, there are no breaks, right? So they're going to keep going continuously. So Brian's like, oh. He's still loopy. Fuck it. Get up. Get up. Oh, it the- then here comes, yeah, Vivin. Shout out to you. You did call it 4-3. You know, like, Max, he's getting up. He's getting up. He falls over. And then Brian's like, oh, you know, this dude, like, he's tired. He's done. He's already done. He's already spent. What, what happened to that cardio? What's going on? Max did something I hadn't seen done, really, in any of these Iron Man matches. He said, you know what? Actually, I think we did see it with uh, – with an uh, NXT once before with Adam Cole, but as far and not, not not Iron Man, but I think it was two out of three. But anyway, um, we had Max hit the low blow, got himself disqualified, but then got two quick pins to tie it up. Golly, what? And then he goes out and he's such a great heel. He's getting the water, he pours the water all over himself. I'm like, dude, what? Like, you need all this water. And Taz, too, said, hey, man, you're getting all that water. Like, that's actually not good. I would tell him not to do it because you get that water in your system, you're actually going to blow yourself up and you might actually yeah. be tired you get that water in your belly. I'm like, okay, Taz, all right. But Max is like, fuck it, I'm tired, man. Like, give me some water. So he pours it on himself. That was awesome. Just great heel. And then, yeah, man, these two, they did crazy moves. Tombstone pile drivers off the top rope to Daniel Bryan. Insanity. Insanity. Like, just so many crazy moments. They ended up getting two more victories against each other. Tied up 3-3. They go to sudden death, right? Oh, actually, no. First, match is over. And you're like, oh. And, <laughs> again, great heel move. And shout out to everybody involved in this because they brought up the oxygen tank for him. <laughs> 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 That I enjoyed. He was laying out. He was he was done. Oh, you know, but he won, right? He's won the match. He did everything. You know, he won. Um, Daniel had him in the in the in his submission, and then Max tapped after it went to zero. So it was what it was. But yeah, he needed oxygen. And then you know, Dan Brian Brian Danson gets up. He's like, "What is this? What is this? Let's go get him up. Get him up." And of course, Tony's like, "Oh, oh, 
hold on. Oh, I, I'll be happy to deliver this uh, message. I'm Runs getting down. news. I'm getting news. Hey, man, Tony Khan is saying he cannot, he cannot let this end this way. <laughs> so you need to tell them that this is going to continue in sudden death rules. And, you know, they're the ref and the announcer gathering together. Is it Tony Khan? Tony Khan. Tony Khan said that. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> they make the announcement. Tony Khan won't let him in, blah, blah, blah. Sudden death. Max is up. He's like, what? He's, a, he's barely conscious. What? 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 And he's mad at the ref. He's in the corner. He's barking at him. Oh, Sudden death. Ref pushes him away. <laughs> Dale, uh, Brian Davidson rolls him up. One, two, kick out. What the hell? Then Max says, fuck this, rolls him up, grabs the tight one, two, he kicks out. Amazing. And then he goes to grab, he grabs his championship. He says, nah, you know what? I'm going to screw it. I'm and kidding. the ref is like, go ahead, do it. I'll disqualify you. Try it. <laughs> go do it. <laughs> I wish you would. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's yeah, like okay. try me. All right. Try me. Yeah, he's like, all right, you right, you right, you right. Here you go, here you go. And then the ref is like, thank you. He grabs the belt. He's like, ah, this motherfucker, I got the ring. I got the ring, bitch. <laughs> so he goes to hit Brian with the ring in his forehead. Brian ducks it, hits a poison Rana, which I was like, oh, damn. I can't remember the last time I even seen Brian do a poison Rana, but that was right. sick. That was awesome. And it's like, okay, well, this is done. And then um, I think he put him in a submission again they were he and and max was like you know biting on his on his fist and trying to like not tap out and the i think he was, pounded the ground too oh yeah like, he pounded the ground for two seconds man, and man, we yeah. and you both when we saw a lot we were like that looks like a tap that looks like a tap <laughs> it's like that was a frustrated tap like i don't know i would have accepted if they would have said yeah he won i mean i'm sorry you tap right but he tapped. He said he going tap. like this but then he was smart he got to the ropes he put his finger on the rope but then he started tapping after he put his finger on the rope so brian thought oh okay i, I he tapped I, out. I won yes the referee's like no 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 he didn't tap he got the rope he's like what Meanwhile, Max got this damn oxygen tank that they brought up for earlier. He's like, <laughs> and the camera catches him. <laughs> and then Brian's like, where'd he go? Where'd he go? <laughs> Bonk. It's a hard as fuck. Brian is, is loopy. He's, he's done. He's out of there. Max hides the evidence. Ref is like, oh, I don't where What happened? What happened, guys? What happened? And Max puts him basically... And Dave, this is another yeah, Brian, in yeah, Brian's yeah. Uh, submission. He put him in his submission, and Brian. At first, they they did the they raised his hand up one, they raised it up two. When he got to three, no, he did not tap out. Then he's trying. Oh, by the way, I missed that. There was a moment where he did the yes chant in the match for the first time, which was amazing. That's never happened in in AEW where Brian starts the yes chant. Usually, the crowd does it on their own, but he actually queued for it. So here again, when he was in the submission. He was like, you know, with his fist, like trying to get them to say yes, yes. In the crowd, they got into a yes, yes, yes. And then he's like, yes. And then he faded, he faded, he faded, but he didn't pass out. Tapped out. He tapped his forearm. Oh my God. And then Max is like, I told you, I'm the best in the world. I'm the best in the world. I told you. And I, dude, he, 
Max gets to talk his shit. I'm sorry. He does. He gets to talk his shit. He's told, he said, look, man, I'm going to send you. He was even, during the match, monologue in this dude. Hey, Birdie, I told you what was going to happen. Look at him. I told you. And, and, and is bleeding. He's like, he's not going to be able to hold you. He's not going to hold you. I told you. Dude, in the press conference, this man's eating pickles. Mm, this is a good pickle. By the way, fuck all of you for thinking that I can this. Damn, this is a good pickle. <laughs> it's a good pickle. He was enjoying these. He's like, you, you back there. You want to try this pickle? Yes, you. Get your ass over here and have a pickle. <laughs> he made the guy with a pickle. That's good, right? That's good, right? Go, you know, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, man. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Max is on one. That man, dude. He did his thing. Brian, uh, there was a video that Brian put out where he's like, look, all this time I've been thinking, like, this is the right thing to do to keep fighting, 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 fighting. But now I'm thinking, like, maybe I was wrong. Maybe, yeah, it's time to go home. So he's he's going to be off TV for a while. You know, Brian, it was emotional. And Brian, I mean, he's a master at this when it comes to yeah. the storytelling and the emotion right. and getting people to care. He's just he, right. Yeah, right. he's, he's a master, but I'm gonna go home. Maxwell, wow. Jacob, I love too when he was saying, at this point, what else does there need to be? People keep saying, I can't do this, I can't wrestle, yet I go out there and I do what I do and I put on a show. What else do I have to do? I am the most complete wrestler in the world. On the mic, in the ring, I am the most complete wrestler in the world. And I'm like, Max, talk your shit. Talk your shit. I am at this point, I am willing to accept that yes, when it comes to mic work, psh, you're elite. When it comes to wrestling, psh, you're elite. Like, <laughs> sir, you are all elite for sure. You are their guy. You are that dude. I'm putting respect on his name. Maxwell Jacob motherfucking Friedman is mm. that dude, the most complete mm. wrestler in the world today, doing mm. that, putting on that banger, mm. match of your candidate, just you got it, sir. Salute. Mm. Wow, wow, wow. Well done, sir. Well, well, break down. I could tell you. I, I was like, I'm going to let you have this. You're marking out. This is all you, sir. <laughs> I was, dude. I'm like, got me, get your man. MJF shirt. Put it right behind you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> man. A <laughs> <laughs> Burberry scarf might be showing up. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan. I am a fan. Oh, he also man. showed up on Impractical Jokers. I haven't seen the, the episode I yet. Saw I saw it. a small clip, but he had a part in there too, which was pretty cool. Yeah, he gave one of the dudes yeah. a chop. And, and that was yeah, the dude looked was funny. Like he so really care, I gotta check that out. But yeah, man. <laughs> Any comments? And be respectful. <laughs> be respectful. Yes. <laughs> I am gonna be respectful. Okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. I got this. All right. The <laughs> That's your word, sir. <laughs> All right, hold on. All right, okay. Okay. All right. The match was fine. I was fine. What? Was fine. It was a 60-minute banger. It was not just fine. Stop it. Okay, stop it. No. That is, I will not let this. I will not allow it. You I will not allow it. Not you, you entire you're entitled to your opinion. No, no, no. This is, is the opinion. Right now. <laughs> this is the opinion. It was a banger. 
It was a banger. Yes, I'm saying it. Shout out to Brian Danielson and Maxwell Jacob Freeman. You got to say it. It was a banger. Nice. Get the fuck. It was a banger. It was. It was passable. Okay. Passable. It was, <laughs> it was a good time. <laughs> passable. It was a solid match. A good 60 Iron Man banger. Banger. Yeah, it was it was not passable. Banger. Passable banger. All right. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Banger. No. Disrespect. Banger. It was it was a good match. It now. Hmm. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> if he was to ask me, is do you think this a match you'll you'll remember? Maybe. Maybe I don't know because I wasn't invested in the story. The story was fucking weak. You can say the last two weeks. Oh, the last two weeks of this story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. cool, cool. That worked for you. But this story is, you know, we already know about MJF and his, you know, uh, the, the trials of MJF and all of that didn't help. Same old character, still talking the same old shit. Nothing, no different variation from it. All right, but cool. You did some cool wrestling with a cool wrestler named Brian Danielson. Cool, cool wrestling with a cool thumbs up. All right, guy. You had a fantastic match. Congrats. You get an applause for me. Still got what a long was a better match. Go. What was a better match? Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens or this match? Why would you even ask? Why, I'm asking a question because I'm curious what you're going to say. But you sure already know the answer. Why are you playing? No, I don't know the answer because I, I'm having really a problem with the, the There's the a answer. right answer and there's a wrong answer. One of them is going to be match of the year, and the other one is going to be known more for what happened after the match. This so, would be match. This would be match of the year. You're talking about almost damn near three years as champion. Had, no, had no, no, no. That's what I'm asking. That's what I'm asking. You said this is a passable match, a passable banger. So I'm asking you a direct question, sir. Between the match between Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens, the match yeah. between Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens, and yeah. the match between MJF and Brian Danson, which was the better match? So since I'm listening to you correctly, I'm going to stick within the wrestling. You said this is a wrestling match. We're going to keep it within that realm. No stories included, just the wrestling, okay? So since we're going to do that, all right, so since it's just the wrestling and no stories, sure, it was exciting. <laughs> Yeah, MGF, he he got he he got that. All right, if we if we want to do this, if we want to grade this by a grading scale of wrestling. All right, cool. But what did I say? What does matter to me? Stories matter to me in my professional wrestling. You know why? Because they help me remember and make it important for me because of the stories. If I don't get that, you give me an awesome match, cool, but. I'll hardly remember that. Maybe five, six, eight months from now. I don't know. Can we be? Let me ask can, you this. Can it, can it be the following this. year? And I'll be like, hey, remember, I don't even remember. You remember the the TLC match between the Dudleys, the Hardys, and Edge and Christian? Of course. What was the story? <laughs> that I have to re I have to recall the story. But I just it, remember. But you remember that match. Yeah, because I, I was a kid, bro. That's nah, same here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when you say you're not going to remember the match because of the story, that, that the story with those three guys, basically, they had matches separately 
And then they came together and put together one of the most amazing matches and something new that we hadn't seen. And so that because alone, you had the Hardys who were the, the ladders, you had the yeah, the, uh, Edge and Chris and the chair guys, you had yeah, 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 yeah that story. So just yeah, the yeah, fact yeah. that they had yeah. an amazing match made it something memorable. So you can have an amazing match and throw out the story. Just the fact that the match itself is amazing is enough to make it memorable. This idea that because there wasn't this fantastic story that was just mind-blowing, like we're not going to remember this match. This match, and, and I said it earlier on in this show, that these AEW, where I will say that they're elite when it comes to storytelling, is in-ring storytelling. The storytelling Ooh, in the I ring. I agree with that too, but that doesn't matter when during the match because but, but stories just, matter. But but well, hold on. But like even with the TLC match, like the way that they told a tale and told a story within that match also helps to enhance that match. Like little things that they're doing with Jeff Hardy hanging up on the on the championship and Edge hitting that spear. Like it's just those moments. Those. It just all matters, and you're making it seem like the only type of wrestling that you can ever say is great is the wrestling where you have this long-term storytelling that happens. Like there, no, there that's not true be because I give FTR, I give FTR their their dues too because they're one of the best in-ring storytellers. So even when they have a a, re, a weak story, for some reason. I guess the style of wrestling they present is easier for me to remember. So they have strong in-ring storytelling matches that I can remember because of that. But yeah, but uh, I, I don't know. MJF, like, I don't like know, man. Just, the Briscoes versus FTR, great match, awesome match. Everybody else, but like this match to say that about FTR, but then to say that. Will we remember Brian Danielson versus MJF 60 minute Iron Man match? And to say, oh, maybe like that's just you hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not speaking for everybody else. All right. So you can't say like no, but you remember? just you said though. Me. You said, Will you remember I, I, we remember it? You said will I we said remember for me, it? sir. I said I got, I'm gonna speak for me because well, I said it's my recorded, personal so opinion. Go back. Because you was the one that got all in it. Like it's it's the opinion. It's the opinion. No, I said you with solo for that. Saying it's the opinion. No, it's my opinion. My opinion, your opinion, my opinion. All right. And that is that. Well, you saying that it won't be a memorable match because you didn't say, well, I'm thinking it's not going to be memorable to me. I said, you could said, I said, could it, not, be? Would it be? Will this be a memorable match? Eh, maybe. That's know. what you said. Maybe. Yeah, That's maybe. So I, I, so I left. So I left a room for for me to be wrong. I didn't say. I didn't say it's an absolute. But I won't remember this match. That, I did not say that. But even saying that is so like this is where your hate gets out of control. I, I, where no, you just I left won't allow error, yourself so I, how, to just you won't allow yourself to just be able to say, "Hey, they put on a banger of a match, and this match was great, and this match was a match of the year candidate." You just have to hold on to the fact. Well, this is AEW. AEW sucks. AEW storytelling sucks. I can't give AEW that props for this because they didn't tell a long-term storytelling te- with Max and with Brian Danielson that I enjoyed. I, I can't that. look that's, at this match you and just say the 60-minute Iron Man match was great on its own and it was a banger and they did a hell of a job and they told a great story in the ring in the match. Like, you have everybody that was that? watching the I live didn't say stream this is a long-term that story. was just, I just enjoying it 
and you just decided, you know, I'm just going to be like, yeah, no, it wasn't that great. <laughs> what? What? Who? I'm supposed to get in. I'm supposed to be all in my panties when somebody don't agree, when somebody, oh, the tribal chief is not the greatest in the world. I'm supposed to be like, what do you mean it's not the greatest in the world? No, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. It's my opinion. I think he's the greatest in the world. That's what matters to me. You can say he's not the greatest. Cool. And we can move on. Just because I feel indifferent about the main event match, I'm entitled to that, bro. Okay? Yeah. It is what it is. And I left room for error. I said, could I remember this match six, eight, right. ten months from now? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't put no definite. I didn't, I didn't say it like, bro, there's no way I'm going to remember this match. That's you assuming that. That's you because you're getting I didn't say, no, no, no. I'm not saying that you're not going to remember this match. You said, will this match be memorable? Uh, maybe. That's what you said as a very general thing. And the fact that you're saying that about a match like this, like, it's just unnecessary. It's just unnecessary. You, it is, it's like a shot me, that you're taking at AEW just I'm going to take... Shot. I'm like, going, and I, I just it, it goes it goes back to what I what I like in my wrestling. I always said storytelling, storytelling, storytelling. Are there some matches that I rem, that I remember without uh, storytelling? Yeah, sure, but are but they are hard for me to remember. It's easier for me. That's just the way my brain works, bro. I can't help it that you get off. Get all mad because I, again, I'm not with the, the majority. I, oh, this is the, the best here's the thing. But here's the thing, and where I'll hold you to the fire, is I gave you a clear example of a match that I know damn well you can't tell me the story of, but you remember it, and that's the TLC match. And it's like, you can't say that, like, oh, it's because the stories that you remember these matches, that is not the truth for every match that is a great, memorable match. It's not. That's opinion, bro. I'm not saying it's not that opinion. Fact. You I, said I you could not tell me the story of the TLC match, but you remember it. That's not opinion. That's, and that's then, real. And, that then you, and then when you just reminded about the story, and then I just finished it off. I'm like, oh well, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, just reminded me like about the the Hardys and and being the the table guys and not the table guys, the the ladder guys and, and Is that the a story? chair guys. That's not a story. The story they was telling, they, they was presenting, yeah. First they, TLC match. We're the guys and we're the latter guys, and that's that's not a story. So that's not a story now? That, that they're the you, table guys you and they're the You just told me guys? that was a story, and now, now you're saying, now you want to say no, that's I, not a no, story. No, 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 that's not a story. No, what I said was the only, no, first of all, you're the one that brought up that they were the table guys and that they were ladder guys. I said that they had matches within each other mixed up. I didn't say anything about ladders and tables. I said they had matches. Again, you can go back and watch the tape. Long story short, you, sir, said you couldn't even remember that match. You couldn't remember the stories, but you remember the match. There are memorable matches that don't have those stories attached to them. You could just have a great match, and it's just like, hey, this match is memorable because on its own, it's an amazing match. And we all have that. We have matches that we remember because of the stories, but we also have matches that we remember just because they were great matches. I just, I just said that too. You, if I said there's, I just said there's some matches without stories that I can remember, but it makes it hard for me to remember those matches too as well. But the way I love, I love wrestling when I get a story with it because it enhanced the wrestling and it makes a beautiful story and it makes it, and it makes it 
Like it creates an emotional moment that I can remember for years to for years, for years down the road. Like if I don't know, I just say I don't know if just something maybe six, eight, I don't know, five years from now, what, what I recall and well maybe I will because we're having a debate now, but that's the only reason with it. But does this say, oh, can I remember uh Brian Danielson and, and MJF? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Especially when I'm not saying a definite answer. I'm just saying yeah, I don't know because even, that's a, because that's me being real about because I'm not gonna get something how I know uh, how how I know oh not just how I know how I feel about wrestling when it comes to wrestling. You already know I love stories. I leave with stories. I mean, All right? when it like when we does, break like, down like, wrestling, for, I always break both, down the. But we both love like we both love story. Like we that that's that's fine. I don't think there's any debate around like loving story it's just right now like literally this match happened less than a week ago right this literally just happened and for us to be talking about maybe we won't remember this match right now after this match just happened after the like the way that it like that that's where i go to is kind of like why are we even bringing up oh maybe we won't remember it's like it was a great match it was a banger of a match they did a great phenomenal job with the match what like the fact that we're even talking about maybe it won't be remembered it's like okay so to even take this a little bit further for for how i look at some of this stuff here too to say that to me is actually kind of disrespectful to the work put in by brian danielson and by mjf two people who put that match together and to say like, nah, oh, bro. it may not be a memorable match. It's just like, it's they, just, well, it's just, okay, fine. It's just my I'm personal speaking opinion, for myself, bro. You, so fine. Like you, you let me talk about this. So the way I feel about it is all these wrestlers here putting together these matches and doing what they're doing and putting their blood, sweat and tears cool. out there or putting, they are like busting their asses. And we talked about it with Brian Danielson. He's basically, when he goes out there every time he's risking his life doing this because if he falls the wrong way and hurts his neck again, who knows? The dude was told he should never wrestle again, and now he's doing it because he got cleared. But we all have that fear of like, oh, man. Like, So Brian Danielson, MJF, they go out there, they put on this match, and storytelling-wise, we already know. We were watching it, and we can see the man's getting dropped on his neck. It's like he's he's getting put. They, they told the story about the shoulder. We know his history of the injuries. And then here's MJF going and attacking all that and, and trying to break this guy down and telling his kids, hey, you're not going to, he's not going to be able to hold you. I told you, Bertie, he's doing all that. And I'm going to sit here and try to say something like, it's not going to be memorable when they just went out there and did something I like that. that. If it was one of those things, if it was one of those things where they just, <laughs> it's a regular matchup happening, whatever, you didn't like the match. Cool, but we know, like, you, you no, no, I already know like, what you're tripping on. You're tripping on my opinion, bro. So you could, you could have it. You could have that, bro. Because all I'm saying is about the story is, hey, the story wasn't strong enough, and possibly it could lead up to for me to have a tough time to remember this match. I didn't put it definite because you keep on saying. So let me be clear because you keep on saying like, oh, you're saying that you won't remember this match. Let me be crystal clear. I didn't say that. I said it's a possibility. I left room for error, okay? All right. Oh, God, let me finish, brother. Let me finish. Let me finish, brother. 
That's fine. All right. <laughs> you, you just cut me off just a second ago to go and go and all this. Because, and now you're saying, let me finish. Well, I just well, want to throw that out saying, there right I'm now. I'm just saying. Just so we're on the same page. I'll let you have it, bro. All right, cool. You going in. I'll let you have it. I'm All right, just cool. Going, I'm just cool. saying. I just want to make is, sure that that's understood that you cut me I, off. I just, and now I you're just, saying don't cut me cool. off. So I just want to make sure. I just say, I just say, I just say, no, you good, you good. Keep going, keep going, keep going. I just, I'm just keep saying going. is, I just, <laughs> keep going, you good. <laughs> this is a hell of a debate. I, I just find it very funny is that, that this is my opinion and that the fact that, I don't agree with the majority of, oh, this is a awesome in-ring storytelling, that this is something you can remember. Cool. I, I'm not even disagreeing with you. I'm saying, cool, that can work. That's your opinion. You can have that. I'm not saying you ain't supposed to remember this. This is because of the lack of the storytelling, because how I feel. You can have that, bro. What it worked for you, it worked for you. I'm just saying I'm I'm very strong on storytelling because of the emotional link that has it with it. Some in-ring can have that, cool. But this was just all about more violence and, and aesthetics for six for, for 60 minutes, cool. Did it have a story? Yeah, it did, but it was just something I wasn't all into, in tune with it. I wasn't feeling it, it wasn't, it wasn't like I was, you know, I don't know, maybe something similar to the Tribal Chief with some of his, some of his bouts that I feel like very, very emotional invested into it. Like, but I, I didn't with this. It was a fine match, fine wrestling match, cool wrestling with cool wrestlers. Okay, and I will leave it at that, sir. All right, you can have it now. It's all you. It's all nah, you. Sir. I, I really I, look because because at this point, I just I'm a cap it because I feel like you know you're the. <laughs> There's things that I don't want to, you know, we're having a debate, we're having this conversation, and I feel like the the debate is not going in a way where you and I are actually even really hearing what the other person is saying, that you have a certain thought process and you have a certain way of thinking about this whole thing. And you're hearing things that I'm saying and taking them this way or that. And hey, look, it, it's it's I'm <laughs> I've been working with you for a long time, and I know the type of person you are, and I know how you are trying to stick with certain ideas that you have about whatever AEW, WWE, and all that. And it's fine because I know I'm not gonna try to change your opinion or anything and I it's it's your opinion is your opinion that's fine but when I hear something that feels like well this is inconsistent with something that I've known from Devin and I've known you for a long time then it's like what are we really talking about here like what else is going on as far as you bringing something like that up with this whereas in the past as I know you it, it's like this doesn't even sound right but it's okay. You know, as, as far as I'm concerned, if you want to say, you know what, this is how I feel about AEW, and that's consistently how you're going to be about it, no matter how good of matches they put on, it is what it is. That, that at the end of the day, what you're saying is because AEW doesn't have a focus on storytelling, no match that they have for you for you is going to have that same kind of, like, hit 
in a way. And it's just like you are a, are of, of a certain mindset with storytelling and with the way that WWE does things, with the way they focus on storytelling, that it's like you that is your cup of tea. Whereas with AEW, they don't do that. It's more about the wrestling matches and an individual wrestling match from AEW right now that we saw with Daniel Bryan and, and uh, O'Brien Danielson and MJF. It's it's just like cool. They did a match. The match they they you know executed moves. It was you know visually entertaining, and that's it. And that's that's the the best. I should probably just go ahead and take that as a win that you're just saying, hey, you know, it was like visually appealing and cool. Like, okay, that's fine. You know, because honestly, I feel like, <laughs> you know, there what? have been, that's, there that's have been other situations with similar like, matches that it's been different. <laughs> and I'm just going to leave it at that so that we don't belabor this too much longer because it's just, there's no, there's no solutions. There's no nothing. Matches, We're just talking you know, around I it think, all. I'll say this. And about you cut me saying, off again, too, by the way. Uh, you, you know what? It's a delay. It's a delay, bro. All right. I'm it's just saying. Like, I, 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 my just, fault. I just my want fault. that, you know. My fault, my, my fault, bro. It's a delay. Because it's times you was, I thought you was done talking. That's on me. My fault. <laughs> I'll, I'll just say, because you, you talk about, you know, how I felt about this match. But I was excited when I talked about the trios match. I, I was, I, I gave... Chris Jericho and Ricky Starks is due. So I don't see what the problem. I've been consistent with about when I say about the the stories or even certain matches with lack of story that entertained me. It was just the main event didn't, just didn't work with me, bro. It is what it is. So what's your score I, for I, the main I, event? What's your what's your score for the main event? What's what's your where'd you where'd you see it? If I was to give it a grading scale, I'd give it a solid A, man. Solid A. Cool. Cool. I mean, uh, it was silent. Hold on. I, 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 was you saying something, bro? Because, like, no, no, I wasn't I was saying anything. Like, but I'm, I'm okay, okay. I guess, given all that, <laughs> for you to say a solid A is like, a? I mean, no, A plus. Okay. All right, I, look. I know A plus plus, not no extra credit. This ain't like no, nah, you know. We we're not. It doesn't even have to be that. It's just you doing all. The, I'm just saying you was that's giving all that energy because I used certain words. You was just getting so triggered about about what I was saying about how I felt about the match. My personal opinion, because you said it's supposed to be the opinion. It is what it is, man. But in the end, I still I, I still felt. I just said it was a passable match. It had some cool wrestling with some cool wrestlers. All right, solid A. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's, it's cool man it's cool like like stuff like that i i got you i got you 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 are really playing with your words in a certain way that it's like you look again i i know you okay and there's certain words you don't use that when you start using them here in a certain way it's like okay there's there's a little bit of a like you don't see it as a jab and that's whatever. But I'm telling you, when you say that, well, I'm gonna give it an A, but you know, it was it was it was cool, you know, it was cool. And you everything you said about AEW in the past, and then we throw in something like that on a match that again, you you're saying it was an A, but like will we remember it? It's it's, it's, cool. it's funny, Hold it's on. passable, 
Like, I don't know. It's just like those things. I thought you were going to give it like a, a B, a B minus, a C. like saying it's passable. Like, like, I don't know. It's just there's inconsistencies with that that really don't. That because you, like, because I said it's passable. Passable can mean anything past that, man. I'm just it's funny because I. <laughs> but if if something is you know, great, it's, it's, if because, something is great, because I just I see you slowly getting call it passable. Like that, and that's, that's you, where that's it's you, like, but you. Well, then, then you need to ask the right questions. You're the one that's getting. You're just assuming. You're just assuming, like you said earlier. In this. Oh, I'm just going to assume, and maybe that's the wrong thought process. That was for something right. This is a, this is a clear example. That was not for this assuming. particular. See, you, this is where you're being funny. You're trying to use anything and everything that I say here to address this particular topic, and that does not work. Assuming. That does not yeah, work. True. You just throwing together everything, and that's. I look. just said passable. You should you should have asked like, what passable mean? What what does passable mean? Does, does that mean so passable? So, above so passable average? means a. Does it, what does that mean to you? So passable means a. Sure, that means sure. A. Sure, <laughs> that means an a. <laughs> you again, you're not dealing with somebody that's dealing with you for the first time. I know. All right. So you say that's, stuff that's like why, this. That's why I'm like smiling because and I laugh at it because I know. <laughs> Devin's on bullshit. Like, I'm going to tell you right now. I, I'm sorry. Bullshit about what? What I'm bullshit about? Like, come on. When you like something, you don't say it's passable. You watching Dragon Ball Super, you loving the Turner and Power, you're not going to say, man, that's passable. You know? You're going to say, oh, man, did you see that show? That was shit. Oh, man. Dope. But then for this, it's like, oh, yeah, it was passable. I mean, you know, hey, hey, but yeah, it was passable. Like, if you're trying to tell me, so, use that. so something use that... that is on that level of being like really good, great. You're gonna say, you know, uh, it's passable. You may not watch it. You Tribal may not cheek, remember it. Cody, you know, passable, it's passable like a motherfucker. Like <laughs> travel cheek, beat Cody, passable like a motherfucker. Passable. <laughs> You're not gonna say. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You're joking. You, that if if the tribal cheek. So you mean to tell me that? And the way you just said that right now, Roman Reigns beating Cody, right? That would be passable. There has not been one time. There has not been one time in the history of the time that we've been talking about Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, where you said that something like that, a win like that for him has been passable. Anytime you talk about the tribal chief, everything is glowing. Everything is just amazing with him. It you is. are not going to come up on here the you, day after WrestleMania and say, yeah, I, that match was you passable. Yeah, I said passable like a motherfucker, bro. That's how I said it. So you should hear the excitement when I said, bro, that was passable. Passable for the tribal chief. And you ask me on my grade, I'll be like, A plus, like a motherfucker, bro. Passable. Still pass, right? Right? Whoo, man. I Look, hey, man. You, I know you well bro, enough to know bro. when you own some shit. <laughs> and right that, sir, that right there, the right that's right possible. Now. Yeah, that was okay. That was all right. That was just fine. I enjoyed that just enough. That so was great. That, that was possible. So, so like, you get see, that the fuck out of here, man. You like, that asked, shit you right there. Asked that. You should have asked. So you mean this is me? I know you mean youngin, this is just average? I, I would have been nah, like, nah. Nah. more than passive. God mode passable. Yeah, God mode passable. Passable like a motherfucker. Travel yeah. Chief Day 
Passable yeah. like a motherfucker. Passable, right. Passable. Let's find all the clips where you say Tribal Chief Day is passable. How about that? Let's find all the clips where you say Roman well, Reigns I have is no passable. Clips, starting now, that? I can say that. I can start saying that. Okay, cool. Passable. All right. Sweet. You gave me an idea Perfect. of like passable. Passable could be me and different things. It don't have to be. It yeah, it's average. a range. It could be from above like, average. Yeah, it can mean Steve. It can be A plus. It can mean plus. Sure. a variety of things. Sure. Passable. Passable. That's Good. like in, in school, right? You get the grading, either either you pass or not pass, right? You got that grading skill before elementary, pass or not pass. What does pass mean? Wait, what are you, what are you talking about? Am I average or passable? Pass. Just good enough to be acceptable, satisfactory. Fuck out of here, man. Which is how I'm gonna use passable for everything. Really? Really? Dictionary. So I'm not using sir. the correct term then. Just good enough to be accept acceptable and satisfactory. Passable, so is so. I need to change up my burbage, probably. To, yes, okay. yes, because well, since, passable, since, since that, we have when you say that terms. to somebody, that is not saying, Yeah, it's great, it's an A. Plus. But why are you getting mad because I use the word passable about something? Because you know, because, my, come about, on, man, my opinion. You, you know, you know what you're doing, you know what you're doing when you say that, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I know what you're doing about with the tribal chief, but I don't let that bother me. I let you have it though. Oh no, but see, but me though, you're funny. Me, you're funny. I'm all just, right, I'm right. just, I'm just doing right. me. You getting yeah. all, oh, you, passable? You, you like passable? stirring it up, <laughs> trying to get people, am trying to get people feeling a certain type of way, and you're doing it to me. Hey, it's cool, but I'm gonna tell you right now, just like, look, we talked about in the beginning of all this whole thing. Hey, man, we gonna keep it real. We gonna keep it 100, and sir. I'm keeping it real with you. When you say you use impassable, that that is not something that you're using at for for something that you thought a plus a all this, and all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, it was great. You know that what was a good match? It was passable, bro. So no, no, I know you well enough, sir. No, average is that good enough? It was above average. That's not was a better. Average. That's not better. That's not above average. Would be like it's not an A. Okay, saying passable, not average, saying above average is not an A. No, still above average. It's not. You're funny. Still, you're funny. You are funny. If they say, "Hey, man, you know, like these ratings are passable," you think, "Oh, yeah, yeah." They're feeling real good about you know AEW or WWE. Yeah, they were above average. Oh, yeah, people are gonna be like, "Oh, that's good. That's good." Now they're gonna say, "What the fuck? Why didn't they say it was excellent?" I don't know. Well, it depends how you. This depends how you push it, man. You know, it's it's <laughs> it's like how I used to be in sales, and then, and you could do a credit check, and they found out they got a deposit. It's all about how you spend it. You got a oh, man. You got one hundred and fifty dollars deposit, or cool. You you approve. I just need a hundred and fifty dollars deposit to get you started. <laughs> <laughs> See, passable. Mm. Or above mm. average. There we go. Because since you gave Again, me the correct version, change it up. Above just average. good enough to be acceptable. Above average. Satisfactory. You just want me to be a. You just want me to have the same opinion as yours. That's all it was. This is not an opinion. This is a dictionary definition, sir. No, 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 I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying about the about the match, the main event. You know, because everybody's saying. No, was, no. You know what it is? It's that you can hear and feel the shots when they're unnecessary. That's what it is. It's just shot. an unnecessary shot. That's all. How like, just, just say, hey, man, like, look. <laughs> like, what, what did I say is unnecessary shot? Are you getting triggered by the shot? Just let me roll with it. I'm not talking about you, sir. I Look, it's it's just at a point where it's like, let's just enjoy this shit. 
And let's just not make it about, oh, we got to take a shot at AEW just because. Like, damn, these two dudes just went out and put on hey, this great match, hey, and I'm watching it with WWE. you. That's the other thing. Yeah. I'm watching it with you, and yeah. I know you enjoyed it. But then somewhere inside of you, you just said, I just, I got to, I, I, I can't. I can't. Oh, Ivan, it's still a B plus. It's still a, the pay-per-view is still B plus, but I gave that match an A. All right, just to clarify. Still a B plus. Still a B plus, so. Yeah, because, come on, let's be real. The lack of women in there, just one women's match, lack of stories, all that plays a part for this pay-per-view grade. So, yeah, still standing hard on the B plus. Sorry. Mm. Mm. Is what it is. Oh, you got, you know what, man? You know what? Everybody, you know what, man? Oh, everybody getting in they... F- Solo! That's to you, Ivan. Solo! To you, Nick. Solo! To you, Afiz. <laughs> Everybody, I just can't have my opinion, huh? I just can't. Look at that. Look at that. I was wondering how long I can keep this up before somebody starts getting mad uh, or getting triggered because I have a certain opinion. Because I was like, all right, I- I'm going to talk my shit about what I don't like about AEW, but I'm still going to say about some shit that I-, I do enjoy. But let's see how long I can keep this up before somebody starts getting really mad about an opinion that I have about a certain, I don't know, about AEW. And here we are. Here we are. Because I said this match. This match was was cool. It was I. All right. It's it's a possibility that I could not remember, but I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I can't. I can't, man. I, like, it's just... Whatever, man. You want to say that's your opinion and that's cool, it's fine. But you, man, I just, it's just unnecessary. It's just unnecessary. Like, you could just, like, it's funny. You didn't say, well, you know, this the, the, the earlier matches weren't memorable. But this one is definitely not going to be memorable. <laughs> and we lost them. Great. All right, there we go. Whoa. Yeah, my connection is it's, it's all over the place, bro. Oh, man. You know, like <laughs> Jesus. It's like a delay. I'm thinking you're, you're done talking. You're not. So. <sighs> yeah, that's that's wild, man. That's oh, wild. But, hey, you know what? It's okay. It's all right. You, you think you – I enjoy this. I enjoy I do. you yeah. thinking you're slick, and I'm, I'm slick. here. I'm, I'm here, and I'm not running, I'm and slick. I'm not letting you get away with it. So Why are you getting defensive, is, brother? Why are you defensive? getting so that's defensive? defensive? Yeah, I'm not that's doing me. anything. <laughs> if anything, that's offensive. I'm like, I, I see what you. you're doing. I am going I at it. you, sir. <laughs> yeah, that is not defensive. I'm not defending myself. I am going at you. Cool. I hear the little cool. jabs and the little nitpicks. And look, Don't when it's warranted nitpick. hell, me and yeah. you both went and talked about some of the things we didn't like here, and there's stuff we agree. Now, sometimes yeah. there's going to be things where I can tell. I'm like, oh, you just jab it. And I got to sure. call it out. Cool. I got to call it out because, no, I'm not letting it pass on something like this. Where And I and what, where you, what I got you is the fact that I watched did, it did with you. I watched it with you, sure. and I know what's, what's that the grade I gave. Here's the grade I gave. That emotion was sure. in 
passable sure. when you were watching it. You were enjoying it. But what's the grade? What was the result though? What was the grade that you asked me? What did I give it though? What was the grade I gave the pay- not the pay review, but the match, the one that we was debating on? Yeah. Again, you're not see, this is what I was talking about. We say, like, sometimes we're just not really like listening to each other, talking really about like you're you're what I'm telling you right now is your grade is consistent with your reactions during the live stream. All right. When we watched it together, that is consistent. But then you throwing in things like the word passable is like, and I know I you. You are a smart individual, sir. You are calculated. I'm, I'm just right. like you said, right. oh, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to wait right, and man. see how I'm long it's going to take. Bro. No, I'm not really I'm, smart. C plus student. I'm, I'm, I'm going at you. I'm it's average. okay. I'm average. I'm average, actually. C plus student. What? Now you're average. <laughs> oh, man. Who's in their feelings now? Who is in their feelings now? I said, I'm a C plus student. I'm average. Because you just say you're smart. You're trying yeah. to say you're yes, smart. You yes, you are. You're a smart dude. I said so I'm not trying to hear this. I'm not. Oh, I'm, I'm a plus student. I'm average. Passable. You know, like A is passable. It is. It's crazy is that I'm just being all calm. He's like, no, it's, it's the opinion. You shouldn't be feeling like this. You tell I see what you're on. I see what you're on. You know what? Honestly, in the beginning I'm, for I'm me, like, it was more bro. about like I'm big up in this match, and I'm not hearing any blasphemy about this matchup, none. Right? That's where it started. Now it's go, gone man. to a whole nother thing where I just gotta basically go at you for the stuff that I'm seeing that's inconsistent with what I saw and what I experienced with you and the stuff you're saying. Those are not jiving together, sir. It's just what it is. It's just what it is. I got to call that out. I got to call it out. I'm like, mm, if I see you enjoying something, then you turn around and you try to tell people, you know, it was Pat. What? <laughs> like, hold on. Hold but on. When, when, but it needs to be some context here. I said my definition of passable because you said your definition of passable is, is different from how I see my definition of passable. So let's get some context. Let's clarify here now. Yeah, but, All right. But Devin, but Devin, All right. I'm but then I changed it up once you got the definition. definition I was like, oh, passable. Sorry. Exactly. But then I changed it up when she when you read the definition. But up. you even know. Did I change it up? But here's the thing. Did not change it up? Did I change it up? Man, not, my, did I change it up? Some way. <laughs> We need to be able to go back and see because even your delivery, it was like it's passable. It wasn't like, oh, it's passable. Like an A is not like, yeah, you know, you got an A. You know, an A is like, especially for you, again, consistency. I've worked with you for so long. When you give something an A, you're like, yeah, man, it's a solid A. You know, you're feeling that. You know, I'm like, yeah, it was passable. Yeah. That's not, no. I know I that's give, that's I, what's stirring me up I, I is the fact that, that, that told me that there's more to it than what you're saying, and that, that is what it is, man. It's cool. Let's go get them that little different handicap of a grading skill since they since they just you know they're subpar when it comes to storytelling, but wrestling they're above average. <laughs> wrestling to me they're elite, and I am Ooh. leaving it at that right. for that, me that, personally. Right. It was not passable for me. Which they're elite? Personally, they're elite. Which mean they're elite? It was an A. And you know what? You're gonna you're gonna fuck around and make me make this 100 score on this fucking <laughs> match. You know, just for stirring me up. Just for stirring me up. You know, it's okay. I'm a, what I give the other one a 98. I think it was the I highest even, score that I've given so ahead. far. 
Give it a 98. 97? No, 97. Okay, no, I'm going to give this a 98. I'm going to give it a 98. This was definitely the best match of the night for sure. So, yeah. Mm. Man. This dude. It's okay, <laughs> y'all. It's okay. This from the dude that puts up, oh, two weeks in a row of AEW. Yeah. He thinks I don't know what he's doing. Okay. 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 Two weeks in a row. The new video, my AEW head. sometimes. Yeah, but, sometimes. but, you know, oh, what's the big deal? Oh. Yeah, yeah, well, okay. What's the big deal, man? Okay. You know? All right. All right. I got just you. Be easy, bro. I'm just here to I'm just, just here chill. to dig in and go chill. at you. That's it. That's it. Oh, I can't wait to talk about AEW next cool. week. That's what I know. <laughs> Three weeks in a row. Best believe that. Yeah. All right. Let's see how long you keep this up before you start saying like passable wrestling. I got it. All right. Go. All right. I know you said this is passable. This is really passable right here. You'd be talking about a match or something. I know that's gonna be coming. Let's how long you keep this keep this morale up. This uh -huh. AEW morale. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh man. At least when when they give me a banger of a match, I can say it and I can stand on it. You know what I'm saying? But it's okay. You hey, it was your opinion that you didn't it was okay. It was cool. I wish you would have just given it a C, honestly. I wish you would have. Give what give that reaction. I, the the match, yeah, you know, it's just it doesn't do much for you. There's no story. When I said there was no story, I dropped a 10, 10 points automatically off okay. drop. Cool, that's your opinion. That's what you can. I'm do, just sir. saying, I like, I don't you control know. you, sir. I don't tell yeah, that's you. Cool. Hey, that, that's cool. Because I feel, I want you to feel this way. That's cool. So what goes into the A? What goes into the A? The A. It was. It was. It was the wrestling. It was to make Brian. Actually, the ending had a lot of impact. You made Brian Danielson tap. Respect, bro. That's it? Yeah. Okay. Man, he made him tap. You okay. know what I'm saying? Daniel Bryan fucked around and he found out. <laughs> we found out twice. By the tribal chief. And the rest of it, got the build up to it, all these moments in the beginning that have anything to do with it or no? No, man, because like, like I said before, the, the build up was just the same old, same old. You got Brian Danson going through with the trials of MJF. It it just it just took me out and it started exposing more of uh of a downside to MGF promos because of that, because of the lack of story of the same old same old. Uh with the whole, you know, when he yells, it doesn't, you know, it could when he yells to you, maybe you can feel something, but now he always yelling in his promo, so I, I don't you know, it is what it is, just the same old same old, bro. So even when he brought up like his personal stuff, right? And he's telling Daniel, like, you take it all for granted. That nothing. No, because I was just to bring it back to all these multiple weeks of just missing with the story. And then now, like to your point, you said the last two weeks, I guess, worked for you. It wasn't enough for me to to will me back in, like, oh, I'm all about this story right now. So Try to put on your fantasy book and hat. What would it take in a situation like that? Like, what what would you tell them to do? Remove the the MJF trials. You don't need that. Yeah, but we're past like, that. I'm like, saying the last two weeks. Well, like, we're past that. Well, when he gave a promo, and I thought we was gonna get more of that. So he he said a promo. It was like a backstage promo, and he said, uh, you know, you don't want to take it mental, Brian. And once we go mental. You know, it's it's a whole another ball game or something like that. Just paraphrasing. And I was looking for more of that, but maybe he was just talking about mental in the ring. But when he said that, we're talking about MJF, so 
I just thought maybe we was gonna get more of a more more of a outside like uh, I don't know some backstage segments to show what he's talking about mental to stir, really stir up Brian Danielson, but we didn't. It was just you know he tried to give the whole little sob story. I wasn't really feeling it, and then and and that was it, man. You know, just the the couple of weeks of of the the last couple of weeks to the build up to their match that was it it, it didn't it worked for you but for me it, it wasn't enough man i needed more all right man i mean you know <laughs> i feel like there's <laughs> the storytelling is is there and you know it is what it is you are I, i'm gonna keep bringing this up you know i'm gonna keep bringing it up and i, I hate to even think because I'm critical of AEW as well. I have my own critique of yeah, the yeah, yeah. That they I do know. the stories that I they know. do with all that. But, you know, I feel like I'm a very objective person when it comes to all this. And it's like, hey, if you give me something that, all right, I can see there's an attempt there. It's trying there. You're telling the story here. Cool. You know, or yeah, your match. Damn, man, this is cool. You know, so that's me. But it is what it is. All right. So with all of that. I actually take the scores. Let's see. Yeah, what's what's your, what's your, what's your score? What's your average? The law of averages say. We are waiting to find out. We got people in the chat. Thank you for people in the chat who's been, you know, watching this debate back and forth over almost three hours of just mm. AW. Just ugh, come on, great. Come on. And we're great. not to, and I can guarantee we're not getting to the topics with suck. You know, we are gonna talk about WWE. WWE. Not today. That's right. We talk about a little bit. We already talked about a little bit of it. We sprinkled it in, so it's good enough. A little seasoning. Just a little season. <laughs> Flavored it up a little bit. <laughs> oh my god. Make sure y'all smash that like button for both of our channels. The Bloodline Entertainment Network and Clutch Wrestling Podcast. It's pretty consistent with what I said on the. I said a B plus, or did I say a solid B? I'm trying to remember solid if B. that's what I said. Uh, so I actually got a higher grade than you after you get getting just just irritated by me. Oh, because your grade is just you're funny. You're funny with your with what you say. All 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 it is. All all of that. My grade is hurting. It it's not about the grade. It's about what you're saying. You're about the results. It's about the results. That's what it's about. The results. You're funny, but it's okay. That's all right. We're not going down this road for the, for the rest because we'll be here all night. If you want me to dissect that, you know. Right. Oh my God, your grade is good. Yeah, and I also didn't disrespect them while I was given the grade. So cool, hey, cool. You do. I you, can bro. give a lower grade and just you be respectful, but you know, cool. Eighty-five, you, B, B plus. Cool. Nah, there ain't no B plus. B plus is like a what is it? Eighty-nine percent. That's a B plus. <laughs> well, there's different ranges. Passable could be anything. From, you know what? The grade is. Passable. <laughs> go, on, go, go on, Google it. Go on, Google it, then. Since you want to Google me, you want to get the definition. Let's get this right, then. Go on, Google that. what am I Google? B plus right. <laughs> you, know what? you know what, man? You know, after all this talk, after you getting on me, man, you know what? I'm just going to do this just because. There we go. Thank you, Tribal Chief. What up, bro? 
What? Oh my what's, God! What's going on? Yeah, stay, look, look, look into your tribal chief eyes. Look into your tribal chief eyes. It's right there in front of you. Look into your tribal chief eyes. Right there. This tribal man. Right there. Just cause it's tribal chief day. Wow. Well, <laughs> look, we'll be talking about WWE next week. We'll be talking about AEW next week for damn sure now because now I'm on a mission. Now it's a wrap. <laughs> so Will he with succeed? all that, so, I don't know. That don't is, know. oh no, it's happening. This is happening. Sure. You better get used okay. to it. AEW Ooh. is here okay. to stay, ladies and gentlemen. That's gonna do it for this AEW Revolution Chill. recap. But before we get done, Devin, you know what time it is. Do the thing. Tell the people where <laughs> they can catch us. Go. I'm gonna do the damn thing. thing. I'm gonna do the thing. Do the thing. I'm gonna do the thing. <laughs> shout out to the shout out to the chat. You know what I'm saying? Staying with us for almost three hours of AEW talk, especially that last main event debate that we had. I'm sure we had a lot of engagement with that, so we appreciate that. Hit that that like button, smash that subscribe button as well. The Bloodline Entertainment and the Park Street Wrestling Podcast. And of course, we also got tomorrow, don't forget, we got Roto Slappers with Streets and TK going there fantasy football. Hey, and check out TK's breaking news on trending on the Bloodline Entertainment Network channel right now about the Chicago Bears traded their first number one pick. And what did they get? They got some good stuff. But you got to look at that video. Look at TK. It's going down right now. And of course, we got the New Japan Weekly Show with Ivan Bakley and TK. You know, uh, we got the TK, follow-up by the TK Show, by the Tim King Show, by TK, the banger of podcasting, and all those lovely podcasts you can find that's part of the Bloodline Network, bloodlinenetwork.com. No abbreviations necessary for this, all right? And you can also follow us, Clark Street, the audio, the visual, and of course our merch, ParkStreetWrestling.com. All right, ST for the abbreviation. And like I said, we got our merch. We got merch right here. Get your Tribal Chief of Podcasting shirt. Or get your merch right here. We got the Clark Street Wrestling shirt right here. Or if you're out there in the summertime, if it's summertime in Australia or down there in the Southern Hemisphere in Nigel, Brazil, get your Clark Street Wrestling Beach Tab. Oh, well, I guess we got a delay. Got a delay? You we got a delay? So. I don't know. I think we got a delay. Well, we're going to be off for this one. He's <laughs> <laughs> supposed to say the beach towels. I mean, well, I beach towels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The stream is a little, little off this the This is a different kind of night. Day. The energy is a little yeah, yeah. different tonight, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Coming at this man. Coming at this man. Coming at that dude over there. On the other side, yeah, it's on, it's on. That guy, that guy right there. Look at him. Just he was just. (laughs) But anyway, all right, talking about somebody (laughs) in his feelings. My opinion. opinion. It's my opinion. It is my opinion. Passable. Yes. 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 See, that's the beauty about opinion. It's your own. All right. Learn about this. So learn from us. This was a teachable moment. 
All right, don't get all your feelings about a, 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 about opinion. Let them have it because it's theirs. Okay. Understand. Talk about <laughs> that. Even you, the closest people to you, your brothers, your friends, they gonna get slick. They gonna try to get slick. <laughs> they gonna try to get slick. That's what this is. Teachable moment. Sure. That's right. That's sure. right. But it's okay. All right. Get your beast styles, all right? Get your ass off that hot ass sand. Get your country wrestling beast styles. If you're up here in the Midwest, it's cold, it's 34 degrees, all right? Get your country wrestling hoodies. Stay warm. Stay toasty. Okay, I wasn't going to be prepared. I was going to do it anyway. All right, clarkstreetwrestling.com forward slash store for your pleasure. It is decided. On Tribal Chief Day. Mm. Got the titles right next to me. On AEW Revolution Day. Yes. Yes. Okay, you can have that. Iron Man match. Brian Danielson, MJF Day. Let's go. Banger of a match day. Let's go. Funny guy say all that now. Devin. That guy over there. That guy over there. Oh, Catch on that guy. My opinion. My opinion. My opinion. Passable. <laughs> Got a lot of clip worthy moments here. Let's go. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. All right. Hey, circle debate. Yeah, we yeah. Debate coming Shout out So to I handled that debate. Comments, I got Ivan. mind tricks. He said I'm using mind tricks. Apparently I got I got mind control. I got mind powers. Look, you saw what happened. You saw what happened. You want to deal with that? You want to deal with me? You want to deal with me when it comes this to paint? You better be dude. ready. You better not get in your feelings. Don't do mm. it. Once I smell blood. Mm. See? <laughs> Troll. 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 It's okay. Shout out to Top Professor Talk. Shout out to our show, brother. Happy birthday again, brother. Shout out to Dom. Shout out to Philly Psycho. We're going to do that field bump. All right, happy birthday one happy more birthday, time. Dom. And yes, we got the debate to Bruce. We're going to debate. Yes. Bruce, you know what? I got it. I got it. I'm going to take the debate. MJF, Roman Reigns, who is the most complete? Who is the most complete wrestler today? I win already. Look at that. Let's go. Bruce, you need Let's help? Let's go. He's gonna be out on his feelings Bruce. after I'm done Bruce. with him. Bruce, I you know, know I come help. prepared. You know the research that I do, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, Bruce, I got you. I got you. You just tune in. I just want you to see what I do to this man. Mm. Travel to me. Okay. I didn't do anything. You saw how you okay. was. Okay. I was just talking real melody. Oh, like, what do you mean? Possible. Possible. Mm. All right. I just got gotcha. certain words. Man, acting like you don't know the definition of possible. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> and he thinks he's gonna beat me. The definition of passable, you this man it. wants to say, I'm, I'm just that saying, you got all he thinks he's gonna beat me in the debate. Okay. 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 <laughs> I break facts. I break definitions. Go ahead. I got Go you. Go ahead. You see this? Beats it coming soon. Yes. This guy right here, my brother. He yes. Take me down. See? See? <laughs> Yes, I guess the break coming soon. Brother versus brother, Tribal Chief versus Messiah. It's finally gonna happen now. The Tribal Chief versus Messiah. 
Let's go. 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 Okay, sure, sure. All right, I'm gonna come. Oh, he's just my, gonna be in denial. I'm gonna come you. with my very strong opinions now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can do that too. Yeah, my opinions. I'm gonna stick to my opinions too. You can't tell me nothing. You do that. You I can't you tell to. me nothing. What you, you can't do. convince me, sir? No, no. Passable. My opinion is that passable means. Anything. Okay. Sure. Actually, actually, sir. Hey, man, it's not my problem. You, if you pull you up the definition of passable, it's right actually. Instead of getting riled up, hold on, what you mean by passable? Instead of just waiting until you was done being mad, and then you was like, oh, okay. Good show, though. All right, we catch y'all next week. WWE talk. All right, especially with the tribe. And AEW. Yes, sir. Sure. Yeah, smart. smart. The reasons. Smart. <laughs> Those feelings. <laughs> Woo! All right, we're done. We're done with this side off. All right, all right. Remember that. Note it down. Brother versus brother, tribal chief versus messiah is finally going down because he wants to smoke. He couldn't handle it. All right. <laughs> he wants the debate now. I didn't have to do anything. It's supposed to be a debate between me and Bruce. Now, now. Oh, uh, it's on like, I now. It. I got it. I guess, I guess, Bruce, you got a handicap. You need the help, bro. Here's what it is, but I'll take it. That's, that's on the tribal chief. Everybody wants me. Everybody wants to smoke from me. My my opinions, my opinions matter to them. My opinions matter to them. (laughs) Yeah. All right, we're done. We're done. It is decided. Let's go. All right. Next week, Tribal Chief. Tribal Chief Day again. All right. Massive graphic. Massive graphic of the Tribal Chief. You probably won't even see my face on there. It'll be massive. So massive. <laughs> Roman Reigns is passable, y'all. <laughs> passable like a motherfucker. Yeah, you heard satisfactory. me. You heard me. Roman yeah. Reigns is satisfactory. Yes, sir. <laughs> the tribal chief is satisfactory. But it doesn't bother me. He's anyone. taking an L. That's like all I know. Him oh, man. Go passable. ahead and sign out. <laughs> I'm just chilling. Just my beer. I'm just chilling. We still got three people in the chat. We've been trying to close with it. I can't wait. You're going to win a debate calling Tribal Chief Satisfactory. Okay. 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 Good Lord. (laughs) Yes, sir. It it will be an honor. It will be a privilege to take you on again. I will show show strong dialogue, strong opinions for you, sir. So hopefully you can take it. It's not personal. It's just my opinion. All right. It's not personal, sir. It's just my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) We are done. Passable. Bye.